Webster brings the house down. Right uh, there he goes, uh, the master Luciano Pavarotti. For those of you who are tuning into the live stream, I was playing uh, the only man uh, who can wear a cape in that way. Uh, magnificent, uh, absolutely magnificent. Those of you who are watching on uh, Bitchute and Odyssey have no uh, clue what I'm talking about, so just uh, just ignore that. Uh, really good. That's actually that's uh, one of my favorite uh, pieces that I did from the was it the 2006 uh, Olympics in Tur uh, Tur Turin, right? Tur Turino was it uh, Italy? Really good stuff. Check it out. All right. Uh, good to see you all. Thanks so much for joining us uh, today. Hope you're doing well. Uh, thank you to everyone uh, joining us around the world, wherever you're tuning in from. Maybe you're joining us later on the archives. Shout out to you guys as well. Uh, and I do believe the audio should be better to today, ladies and gentlemen. Give me a little uh, thumbs up or whatever you feel is appropriate uh, for if, if everything's good with the audio. That was definitely my fault. I do apologize for those of you who tuned in live yesterday for uh, the uh, uh, Jared Taylor uh, interview that we did. Uh, it's uh, The reason was that we ha I have, uh, you know, these templates I work with all the time. And since we moved the studio, new setup, new kind of, you know, things and interfaces and hadn't done the, an interview. So I brought in an old template and I forgot that I had turned up. Uh, I got to turn up the audio internally in uh, vMix, something I haven't done before. I just had to tweak that here in this setting for some reason. But anyway, uh, so hopefully it's better. Yeah, some in chat do say it's better. So thank you for that. Uh, so yeah, that's set up. A lot of uh, stuff to uh, talk about here today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you for uh, for joining us. Uh, a lot of things going into uh, today with regards to both the uh, well, the bizarre shooting uh, in in Atlanta at these spas. We're going to talk about uh, the uh, potential uh, maybe beta testing of uh, Biden's uh, hologram technology. I'm not not sure what to make of it yet. Uh, we'll look at some of the footage later, and we'll see what uh, what we uh, <laughs> what comes out of that. Uh, I'm not sure what to be, what to believe about it. Uh, okay, uh, let's see here. What should we begin with? Crypto is doing uh, remarkably uh, well, I think. Here, I think that's partially due to some of the stuff that's coming out uh, when it comes to what the Fed said today, right? Uh, what's his name? Powell made a little bit of a statement today. There's some banks that are nestling their way into crypto and stuff like that too. We'll talk about some of the uh, the what the Fed, uh, the Federal Reserve, uh, said earlier. Uh, of course, I do believe. Uh, what do you call it? I do. I do believe that uh, inflation uh, is coming, probably to to every zone, not only the uh, American zone, but the eurozone as well. Uh, it definitely seems uh, pretty pretty crazy stuff. Uh, but one of the uh, the uh, coins that took off was uh, Basic Attention Token. Uh, which, of course, we've been kind of fans of here on the show for some time, not only due to the fact that uh, they are the developers of the Brave browser, web browser, uh, but also that you can uh, donate to your favorite creators. It removes annoying, uh, you know, annoying advertisements on, on websites. So if you want to read news and, and stuff like that, but not support, uh, you know, mainstream media enemies, then I'd definitely recommend the Brave browser. Then you can actually donate straight through the, the browser. And, of course, we have a little bit of a... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Affiliate, uh, you know, kind of uh, program with them as well. So basically, if you if you don't use Brave yet, you can download Brave uh, through our link, and that way we get a little bit of uh, kickbacks on a BAT Basic Attention Token as well. That went up like something like thirty percent or something yesterday. 
which of course is uh, is pretty good. Um, some other cryptos are doing well as well, but uh, Brave was taken off for some reason, which is kind of, uh, it's definitely time. It hasn't uh, uh, taken off that much, I think, before. It got a little bit up and down. Uh, actually, right down below here, uh, me, you can actually see right now the uh, our little uh, affiliate link right there, brave.com slash red091. That's our little link that we uh, do. So if you don't use Brave, definitely check it out. Great, uh, great service. They're launching a stream, uh, sorry, a search engine as well, uh, a search engine and some other product products and stuff like that. And you can even, I mean, you can donate straight. We've, uh, what, do you, what, what do you call it again? You link up, I guess, your, your website with, uh, with the BAT or Brave. So there's a little bit of a triangle symbol up in the, to, uh, you know, to the right of the address bar. Uh, so if you're on Red Eyes TV or RedEyesMembers.com, you can donate BAT there. In fact, you can even sign up with, with a membership that way. Um, if you go to the member's website, just donate the equivalent of the, uh, of the amount or length of sub subscription you want. And then just shoot off an email and tell us you uh, sent it over, and we'll uh, we'll hook you up right, right away. Anyway, so uh, that's uh, that's some good stuff. There were some other interesting uh, uh, coins that were taken off too, and I've I've kind of taken an interest in uh, the decentralized video distribution specifically, just because of you know the what we do here and stuff like that. Uh, I've been looking at something called Video Coin, and of course Theta is another one, which they already have Theta.tv. I was thinking about setting up an uh, an account over there. They seem very picky though. Uh, kind of on the uh, on the political stuff, it, it looks like slight controversy, and they might ban you. So I'm not sure. Uh, we'll see. We can we can test it at least. But apparently, the Theta protocol is actually pretty good when it comes to live streaming and, and distributing video and stuff like that. Uh, but it was some other coin called Video Peer, which I've never heard of, of uh, which I guess Grayscale went went in on together with the four other coins. So that 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 took off like crazy over 100. Which but I've never heard of it before. Um, and then we have to look into Filecoin as well, which is apparently uh, a way that you can host your files in a decentralized way, which of course would be good for uh, you know websites and video files and all that kind of stuff too. So uh, some stuff to uh, to to look into, as it were, when it comes to the the crypto front. But uh, let me show you this first here too. NFT mania. Uh, so over on Zero Hedge here, the next crypto bubble question mark. Uh, they were um, running with that headline NFTs non-fungible tokens, right? This is the, the kind of the, the new thing right now uh, that's apparently is doing very well. Uh, artists can use it and all kinds of stuff like that. They say here on Zero Hedge, the growing boom in non-fungible tokens or NFTs, digital assets that are one of one as opposed to cryptocurrencies that are one of many was long overdue, applying a technology that enables digital bearer instruments to things like art, music, and collectibles makes a lot of sense and is arguably even more intuitive than applying it to money. That is why I opened my first blockchain book by uh, by talking about the music industry. Uh, here's a kind of an interesting chart they had linked up here too regarding how it used to look with different uh, mediums, basically, if we talk about music and stuff like that, right? Uh, eight, eight track back in the, what, little bit in the 80s there. Uh, then you had vinyl for a little bit, cass cassette, do you remember that? I, I, I remember cassette, it's incredible, right? And then CD, huge boom, of course, uh, from what, all the way from 1990 up to, I guess there's some CDs around, but not much. The big uh, pink, uh, uh, you know, section in the middle right there. Uh, but yeah, so uh, that's that that could be the next, uh, you know, kind of a place where they go, NFTs. Uh, so check that out too. I haven't, I haven't dove into this yet at all, so I'm not sure. Maybe it's maybe it's great. Maybe it's a chance to make a lot of money in it or something like that. But uh, I, have, I, I gotta read up on it more, to be honest. Um, okay, so, oh, I want to show this too, just real quick. 
uh, and potential another reason why some cryptos is doing pretty good. Uh, Morgan Stanley becomes first major U.S. bank to offer crypto funds. So Morgan Stanley is about to become the first major U.S. bank to offer its wealth management client access to cryptocurrency funds. In a major coup, uh, coup for former hedge fund manager Miko Mike Novgratz, never heard of the guy, a veteran crypto bull who held uh, on during the long bear market and started the uh, after the late 2017 peak. Uh, he's reportedly offering some clients, or, or Morgan Stanley's reportedly offering some clients access to uh, two funds management management by Novo's Galaxy Digital, along with third fund. That's a joint offering from FS Investments and Bitcoin Company New York or NY Dig, I guess. Uh, so, of course, this is a whether you like that these big boys are getting involved or not. This is, of course, another reason why uh, cryptos are going to do well when it's kind of uh, you know official. The official world kind of start with the mainstream adoption of these things. Uh, as more and more corporations and things start buying Bitcoin and other currencies to kind of hold some of the uh, uh, some of their treasury, some of their funds, basically in in other kinds of a assets, um, just one percent. Imagine just the world's you know bonds and stocks and stuff like that. Corporations, what they have in their treasuries, uh, starting to invest in Bitcoin. Uh, mainly, I think at these days to counter the inflation of the dollar too. Uh, I have a little bit of a segment on that later too. Um, okay. Hey, let me do this real quick. Uh, I forgot uh, two little things. If you do want to join us today through uh, Super Chats, enter stream, live, forward slash Red Ice TV. Look at that uh, butchered uh, lower third there. I'm not sure what's going on with there. I uh, got to fix that. Uh, another way, of course, is still uh, dlive.tv, forward slash Red Ice TV. Oh, wait, are we? Yeah, let me, sorry, I set this to family friendly. That's, I just remembered. Let me save that. Right, here we go. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay, so Bill O'Reilly says Red Eyes TV and Red Eyes member streams not working. Really? Is that so? Let me see here. Let me check. Thank you for the heads up there. Uh, who said that? <laughs> now I lost my place. <clears throat> okay, let me see. This should be working. This uh, should be working. Let me just check real quick, folks. Sorry about this. Uh, Okay, let's see. Maybe it's uh, VK. No, that should be should be working. It looks like it's working on my end. Maybe uh, you need to refresh. I guess you're looking at DLive anyway. Uh, mine is working anyway, so I'm not sure if it's something on your end. Maybe uh, maybe it's a, there's a block or something. Um, not sure. Or some, uh, what do you call it, uh, ad blocker or something. No, it should be working. I, I have the player and everything's up both on RedEyesMembers.com and Red Ice TV. So it might just be something on your end. Uh, who said that? I just lost a message real quick. That's why I <laughs> lost my place here. Uh, anyway, let me go back up here. Lord Aragon, happy Paddy's Day. That's right. I was going to say happy St. Patrick's Day. Holy smokes. That's what happens when you're uh, confused and, uh, and a bit late in the beginning, eh? Uh, that's right. Happy St. Patrick's Day, both to uh, our Irish uh, viewers and, of course, those in America, too. Not sure which country it's taken off more in. I guess it's actually in Ireland, but it become uh, became uh, huge. Uh, of course, in America, too. So not uh, too much drinking. Uh, but thank you for the reminder. Brad C. simply says, Hail Red Ice and chat with the diamond. Thank you. Appreciate that. Marty Leeds, thank you for the uh, for the diamond. Actually, two in a row. Thank you, Marty. Always good to see you. Thanks so much for, for your support. Virginian Drifter uh, with a diamond says, Welcome back, Henrik. How's Idaho How been? Hail Red Ice. It's been uh, very good. I, I enjoy it very much uh, so far. Everything's good and uh, moving, moving along. So, yeah, so tomorrow... Um, we're moving the uh, the studio, by the way, so there won't be a no. Uh, there won't be a flashback Friday on Friday because every everything will be you know in boxes basically. Uh, and we're setting up in a new location, a new move that we're doing here. We're kind of in a temp temporary space, and then we're going to go 
essentially to another temporary space, but it's going to be a little bit more long-term uh, until we find uh, uh, kind of what we need, basically, for um, uh, for a more permanent uh, location. Uh, but yeah, so we hope to be back to for the next maybe no-go zone. I hope that if everything goes as it should, we should be back for, for that. But so, uh, yeah, no Flashback Friday on this Friday and no Weekend Warrior either. Uh, and we'll set things up and be back as soon as we can. Uh, thank you, Virginia and Drifter. Appreciate that. Yellow Beard. With a ninja guinea. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. That's very kind of you. He says, uh, my th my third son was born yesterday. Congratulations, sir. That's awesome. Anti-whites on suicide. Watch. Be well, brothers and sisters. That's right. If there's one thing we can do, ladies and gentlemen, that's more rebellious than anything else. It's to have a lot of beautiful white children because uh, that's where, what our enemies hate. And there's nothing they can do about it. At least not yet. Uh, we'll see how crazy they get. But uh, yeah, that's uh, very good news. Thank you, sir. And, and congratulations. Uh, fantastic. Um, Angard Ketik, um, sorry if I butcher your name there with the diamond. Hail Yellowbeard's new son, indeed. Uh, very well done, exactly. Thank you. Brad C with a diamond says, Make white babies. Hail Yellowbeard, indeed. Thank you. And Lord Aragon as well joins in. Hail Yellowbeard, make us, uh, make us super proud. Thank you so much. Uh, it's good, um, uh, awesome news, uh, Yellowbeard. Thank you. Virginian Drifter with a diamond uh, says, uh, Seconding the previous sentiment, make white babies. That's right. Bill O'Reilly with a diamond. Here it is. That's the message I was lost losing there. Red Eyes TV and Red Eyes member streams not working. It should be working uh, if you do have a, uh, what do you call it, uh, ad blocker. Try to turn that off if you, there shouldn't be an issue with the Brave browser because I used that myself with the, their shield up. So that should be working. But uh, uh, yeah, it probably should be on your end. If not, uh, send me an email if you, if you can't figure it out and we'll try to help you out. Uh, Yellowbeard with another diamond. Thank you. Bill O'Reilly again with a uh, Diamond says, ah, you're right. Privacy Badger was blocking it. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So we embed a player. And so sometimes the, you know, the, uh, uh, the, uh, ad blockers can be really picky when it comes to the embedded, uh, players and stuff like that. Uh, all right. Thank you for that. And we have two over on, uh, entropy stream as well. Entropy stream dot live foresight red eyes TV. Let me take those and then we'll dive into some of the topics here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Bill O'Reilly said, uh, hello everyone and welcome to the no-go zone where the where the go stops here. No, no, the go does not stop here. We have a guest host tonight. Please welcome Henrik <laughs> Palmer. Well, thank you, Bill. I appreciate that. Uh, good to be on the show with you, sir. Uh, Conrad Kurz over there too. Hail Red Ice uh, family and fellow members haven't been around. Uh, just bought a house. Well, congratulations, Conrad. That's uh, that's great news. Hope you're... Um, uh, hope you're enjoying it so far. Always uh, fun to have new spaces. Uh, I do. Uh, I do enjoy that. New. Uh, hopefully, it's a, it's in a good area as well. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, uh, for that. Appreciate it. Okay, so why don't we do this? Let's uh, let's dive into the uh, the strange uh, story here. Uh, strange. It, it depends on how you see it, right? But uh, something feels uh, feels amiss with it. There's the timing is. Uh, well, it depends on how you look at it. I'm not saying any of these things are, are good, but from the point of view of our, our elite, our elite friends at the very top, uh, those uh, the scum that rise to the uh, the surface as as it was, uh, are definitely having a, a field day with with this because it's uh, they're I guess they're getting three flies with one stone or three birds I guess with one stone. So apparently, eight people have been killed and shot at three different. Um, spas around Atlanta, but then it turns out, I think these are uh, massage parlors and spas that offers happy endings, I would assume, because uh, we're talking about some, uh, uh, the allegations so far is that, that a sex addict have gone to these locations and shot them up, right? So there's this narrative now being spun that is an, it's an anti-Asian uh, hate crime, basically. 
uh, we'll look at some of what the perp himself said or the the suspect said uh, himself. Uh, but uh, let's uh, let's check out the uh, the initial report here first. So what this Hi everyone, I'm Elaine Quijano. Thank you for joining us. Multiple people are dead after several shootings at massage parlors in Georgia Tuesday. Atlanta police say four women, all believed to be of Asian descent, were shot and killed at two spas in the city. Earlier Tuesday, at least four people were shot and killed during a shooting at a third massage parlor in Cherokee County, Georgia, which is north of Atlanta. For more, let's bring in CBS News digital journalist Jesse Mitchell. Uh, Jesse, digital thank you so much huh? for being with us. So walk us through what is authorities like the, say happened. Is that like the second class journalist or, or is it first class now? Good evening, Elaine. There is a lot of information coming out. As you can imagine, this investigation is still unfolding. And just about an hour ago, the Cherokee County Sheriff's Office did say that they have captured the suspect they were looking for. And it all started there north of Atlanta in Cherokee County in the Ackworth area. That's where Young's Spa is. And multiple people were shot, at least three dead. We're now hearing four dead and multiple injured in this shooting as Cherokee County officials were starting to figure out what happened and look for a description of a suspect, they did release a surveillance photo of what appeared to be a white man coming out of the spa and getting into a car. They would, and I don't think, let me pause there. I don't think, have they, do they ever mention uh, if it's a non-white person? Have, do they ever mention when it was like, I mean, Elliot Roger, he was, I guess, kind of Asian, I don't know, but that didn't, that never came up, right? If, if it's a black shooter, do, do they do they say that it's a black shooter? It's as far as I know, the only time I've heard race singled out, it's when it's a white shooter. Uh, but uh, you know, prove me wrong. They were ah, uh, the buffer, eh? Is this how it's going to be? CBS News. All right, let me see. I hope there's no uh, issue with the connection. Hope I'm coming through fine still, uh, and not my entire connection that's gone down. Let me let me back up here a little bit, see if we can. And just as they were. No, let's skip forward here a bit then. Might have to refresh. <clears throat> Boomer Tech on CBS News. I don't think this is my fault. Let me refresh that. Sorry, guys. Not sure why that's uh, why this is the case. Let me skip forward here. Right Hi, everyone. Away. I'm Elaine Quijano. Thank you. Okay, let's. 21 year old. Sorry. The shooting happened anyone herpes spot where they where were we? found releasing we that okay. photo. Sorry, <laughs> Atlanta police then responded to Gold Spa, which is in Midtown Atlanta. There they found three Asian women dead on that scene. And as they arrived, they say that they heard shots across the street, across Piedmont Road there at the aromatherapy spot where they found another woman of Asian descent deceased at that scene just across the street. So of course, authorities were looking for anyone who could have fit the description of the person in Cherokee County. They are not saying whether these are connected at this time. However, once the Atlanta shooting happened, not long after that, Cherokee County Sheriff's Office released the name Robert Aaron Long, 21-year-old man from Woodstock, Georgia, which is near Ackworth, where so the why, first- Does anybody in chat know why do they always do 
the, the the three names when it comes to shooters? Is there is it is it just so that there won't be any confusion with a, a, another person named that? Is that the only reason they do it? I, I, I don't know. I I would assume that's the reason, but uh, it's always funny when they wheel out the three names. Right. First shooting happened. And then just about an hour ago, they said that- Yeah, exactly, uh, Chad. I, I believe there are at least two white uh, victims as well that have been shot. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. And I think that's judging from the names as far as I know. I, I don't think they've released like photos or, or something like that yet. Uh, but uh, judging from the names, it was uh, at least one Latino person. So, you know, we'll see how they spin this. But uh, it's it dovetails beautifully with this idea that there is, you know, anti-Asian um, anti hate crimes and or Asian hate crimes, I guess. Um, specifically in New York, and but in California, there's been some of this too, I believe. Uh, and then they refuse to talk about that the perpetrators of, of most of those attacks were black, and they kind of try to spin it as it was, it's white people, right? Remember, they, they had, I have a clip from this later here, but there was this march against white nationalism by this uh, Asian group in, in New York City. Um, so this will fit perfectly into this narrative that this is just attacks on Asian people for no reason, while it seems to suggest that this was had nothing to do with it whatsoever. I, I would assume maybe it's because uh, there's a lot of uh, Asian women working at these spas or something. Anyway, let's continue there. They found him in Crisp County, Georgia, which is over 100 miles south of Atlanta. So if you look at that path, Cherokee County is north of Atlanta. The second set of shootings happened in Midtown Atlanta. And then he was captured in Crisp County. Now, Atlanta police have not said that this man was their suspect at this time, but they are working to connect those dots, Elaine. All right. Yeah, me, and, uh, and you me... know, Jesse, I know there's still okay, a lot we do. Can't, you can't just play, click the player to stop it. Anyway, uh, okay, so <clears throat> that's what we had. And I think this is from a little while ago here, so it's not the absolute latest. Let's see if there's anything new in uh, in this one right this here. This morning, the FBI is now investigating a shooting spree that left eight people dead at multiple massage parlors in the Atlanta area. Police first identify 21-year-old Robert Long as the suspect in a shooting that killed four people at a spa in Cherokee County, Georgia. About one hour later, investigators say a gunman matching Long's description walked into two other massage parlors in Atlanta, killing four more people. It, it appears that all victims are female. It appears that they may be Asian. Atlanta police then dispatched officers believe, to check nearby similar businesses. This uh, started up in Cherokee County. My understanding, they shot up a spot there. They've shot up two spots here in Zone 2. So we need to make sure if we have any Asian spots, we need to be checking on them. Police capture Long after a brief pursuit. This morning, investigators say it's extremely likely he's connected to all three shootings. Six of the eight victims are of Asian descent. Authorities are now trying to determine a motive and whether race played a role. Racially motivated attacks targeting Asian Americans have been go. on the rise nationwide. Overnight, the New York City Police Department's counterterrorism unit <clears throat> said it's deploying assets to our great Asian communities across the city out of an abundance of caution. Police in Oakland, California, the scene of several recent attacks on Asians, say they're also monitoring the Georgia shootings. An Asian-American advocacy group saying this latest attack will only exacerbate the fear and pain that the Asian-American community continues to endure. Police did not release the victims' names, even though they haven't released a motive, the number one. And I don't think we have those two. But so that there you can see, I think this is from late last night, and there you can see the narrative immediately, how, how it's being spun, right? Oh, this is a, a, an Asian hate crime, or intentionally because it's Asians. And of course, since it's a white guy, uh, then you can blame, uh, you know, white supremacy and stuff like that. Um, so here's a, an update uh, from a little bit earlier today. Cherokee uh, officials tells us Robert Aaron Long confessed to the shooting Tuesday at 3. 
Uh, Metro Atlanta Asian Spas investigators say Long told them killings weren't racially motivated, but he blames his boss for providing an outlet for his addiction to sex. So I guess this must this must mean then uh, that this is a uh, uh, spas with with a happy ending. I assume uh, otherwise, does this mean that they're operating illegally then too? It, it, am I understanding the situation correct? Um, so here's. Those who've been killed, I guess, so far, eight, but I would say eight. So this is actually, we need an update on this here too. But uh, Delaina Ashley Wan, the Wan that could be Asian, Paul Andre Michaels, not a very Asian name, if you ask me. Uh, si Chao Yang, that's definitely Asian. Dao Yu Feng, that's Asian. Elisias R. Hernandez Ortiz, that uh, doesn't really sound too Asian, if you ask me, but uh, what do I know? I'm just uh, <clears throat> I'm just a bigot doing a racist internet show, right? So uh, I, I got to be have to be proven wrong here by authoritative sources. Um, but uh, so here's a, a, an update too regarding the sex addiction thing. There was uh, Malkin here said it doesn't matter what suspect uh, what the suspect himself tells you what motivated him. Biden admin media, SJWs, and more on woke Asians will all continue to insist that it was motivated by bigotry, so they can weaponize this against us. Uh, it's what they do, she said, which, of course, is absolutely right. Uh, this, not the least, comes in the wake of Feinstein's uh, proposed assault weapons, so-called assault weapons ban. They've tried this uh, so many times, and they're doing it over and over and over again. They'll never let them go. But miraculously, just within days of some cases, they introduce new bills, right? And it's like a new admin, new White House. That they're Let's do the push again kind of thing, right? Uh, they they keep doing it, and so just within days of that, we we have an attack like that, right? So I'm not I'm not gonna like run out here and say it's a well that it's a gay op or that it's a false flag right away or that uh, it's it's a fake shooting or something like that. But it's it's amazing how convenient it is, right? And so then the, so you have one angle on the assault weapons ban uh, introduction by Feinstein. You have the continued kind of. Uh, Asian, like, oh, we got to stand up for Asians now. Remember, there's been, there was this immediate, like, uh, whitewashing of the situation, damage control, where basically, due to the fact that people, at least on the internet, started mentioning, well, the attacks on Asians are primarily by by blacks. And so then it was like, well, this is counterintuitive to our, uh, to, uh, to racial, um, you know, solidarity and stuff like that. It's, it's basically, we have to have these, all these other groups go together to fight white people, right? It, it kind of, it's to, uh, to solidify the anti-whiteness in our in our culture, that's how they're going to seek to uh, uh, to spin it. I believe. Anyway, let's listen to the uh, uh, to the police chief. I believe here in Georgia, the suspect did uh, take responsibility for the shootings. Um, he uh, said that early on. Once we began the interviews with him, um, he claims that these. And as the chief said, we, this is still early, but he does claim that it was not racially motivated. He apparently has an issue, uh, what he considers a, a, a sex fiction, and sees these locations as something that allows him to to um, to go to these places, and and it's a temptation for him that he wanted to eliminate. Um, that, that, like I said, it's okay, still well, early he, on, but that was, did he get something there or not? Those were comments that he made. The suspect did. All right, so that's what we have. It's just holy shit. All right, dude. I don't know. Is this is this true? Is this a gay op? Is that what, is that what it is? Uh, so Robert Aaron Long, police claim Georgia suspect said he basically has had a had a bad day, and uh, sex addiction led to massage parlor murders. Uh, let's see if there's anything additional in this video here. 
Oh, this is just a little short. Okay, never mind. Then it's just a little short video music text kind of thing. Uh, yeah, so Robert Allen Long, 21-year-old man who alleged he shot and killed eight people at Atlanta-area massage parlors, apparently was a frequent visitor to the establishments prior to his spree and told police he went on his rampage because he had a really bad day. Yeah, uh, Cherokee County Sheriff Frank Reynolds said interviews with the subject revealed that his shootings uh, may not have been racially motivated but tied to sexual issues. Uh, so if he's if he's frequented some of these areas in the past, I must assume that they were running some kind of illegal activity there. It doesn't justify it. I'm not trying to say that, but I'm just saying there must be uh, a reason for that then, right? <laughs> it's kind of uh, could open up another uh, bag of worms here where you're saying that Asian massage par parlors are running, uh, uh, you know, kind of a uh, black market prostitution, uh, you know, uh, Business, uh, some of these outlets. Uh, I'm not sure. Here's the here's the clip that I mentioned. This is just from a few days ago. Uh, it's okay. It's a little bit more than that. February twentieth. Um, several hundred people from the Washington Square Park United Against White Nationalism rally are now marching through Chelsea. This protest is in response to anti-Asian slash AAPI violence happening in New York and across the country. So again, it was this. <laughs> they're marching against so-called white nationalism then when as far as i believe uh there was not a single white person that had been attacking asians at least not in the last this batch of of um you know videos and things like that that we've seen coming out from new york and i think california as well but now with robert long they kind of they've kind of got they, they've kind of gotten this in a way I'm, I'm i'm just waiting for them to say that somehow he was reading you know certain websites or you know the, the usual kind of stuff that they do right anyway let's uh, look a little bit more here some of the uh, the brave march here in uh, new york yeah okay <clears throat> very good stuff right um, yeah, so here's uh, here's some of the headlines and kind of how they spin that. Let me close some of these down here. Atlanta shooting put spotlight on surging anti-Asian sentiment in America. Uh, now, I think that they try to claim, I guess because of the pandemic, right, and the, the Wu flu and the China, Asian people are spreaders of COVID and all that stuff, right? That's something that kind of started picking up uh, uh, speed a while ago. But it is kind of interesting how there's been this push recently uh, to kind of make it seem that uh, Asians... Remember, we we covered some of this, where the 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 other group started turning on Asians, right? Do you guys remember that? I think it was specifically in a Weekend Warrior show, if, if you guys are, are members, some of you watching. We covered this uh, idea that there's... Uh, Asians were like singled out as, as basically being whites. They're, they're like they're, they're part of being whites, and they need to be oppressed in the kind of in the same way. Basically, were some of the narratives. This, this is some of the things that started in California, but it spread to other parts as well. And then you've seen, I think, consequently, kind of a coordinated push to kind of uh, uh, try to try to scale back on that essentially and say, whoa, 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 take it easy. We're all we're all listen. We're all in this together against the white man, right? So we gotta we gotta team up here now. And so these kinds of things, these kinds of shootings, when when they happen, uh, will kind of fit, you know, perfectly into uh, into that narrative. If you know what I mean, right? Um, okay, let me do a couple of these real quick here. I saw a couple over on Entropy Stream. Um, James uh, James Fitzgerald sent practically say is actually fairly sad for us Irish folks with a more pagan orientation. Uh, it essentially celebrates the expulsion of the Druids by the Christians. Now that's true, I guess the. 
I'm not sure at the story of what he arrived in. Uh, was it the fifth century? Right in in Ireland, he was. I think he was a Briton or something, or like he was from the the main the main British uh, island, I believe. And then he went to. I think his original name was Maywin. I was reading a little bit earlier about it today, and he went there. And then apparently he claims he was like what uh, he had. I'm not sure if, it was, if he converted there first or something like that, but he you, no, no, this was the story. He was a slave first in 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 Ireland at the time. Then he ended up fleeing and he fled, I think, to France for a while. And apparently that's where he converted to Christianity and then went back to Ireland. And then the story is he, you know, apparently Ireland was full of snakes those days. I think it's an analogy, right? And then, uh, you know, he, he kicked all of the snakes out of the country, right? And kind of that's when the uh, conversion happened. I, I would assume... Uh, some some things are there's some truth in it, but obviously some mythology and, and storytelling, fairy tales on top of it too. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I get your point, James, uh, uh, for sure. Uh, I'm not I'm not too familiar with the you know with the battle between uh, Christianity and uh, pre pre Christian Native European tra uh, traditions in, when it comes to Ireland. I've studied them quite a bit in uh, places like Scandinavia, uh, the Baltic countries, and stuff like that, which of course was a was a uh, horrendous process. I mean, there's no escaping it. It was it was a Horrifically, uh, so what I'm looking for, uh, uh, you know, ethnocide, whatever you call it, right? They, they own, their own people turn on each other essentially over over uh, religion, which is which is sad. Uh, but you know, it is what it is today, and uh, I'd rather we well celebrate it. But it, it's it's turned into you know European traditions kind of along the way. Uh, but I get I, I get it, James. Totally understand. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, plain physics over on Entropy says half of the time they say that the person is white if the person is Hispanic. That's true, which to be fair is possible, but many times isn't the case. Yeah, didn't it do that with uh, one of the with the Walmart shooter or something in uh, was it Arizona or Nevada or something like that? It was a couple of years ago. Um, even the uh, even the was it the MAGA bomber, the guy who drove around in the white van, like <laughs> the Fed van with all these. Uh, Trump stickers on the you know paint um, on the on the on the uh, windows and stuff like that on the inside. He was the one who apparently sent bombs right to uh, to like mainstream media. and it wasn't it wasn't anything in there. It was like it wasn't any he was like LARPing basically or something. Uh, but I think they try to pull him off as a kind of a white supremacist. I forget what his name was, but it was definitely a, a like you know Rodrigo you know type his clearly Hispanic name. Lycan Warrior, Chuck Schumer is already weaponizing the anti-Asian hate crime issue to berate white supremacy. And he offers a link there. That I got to pull that up. That's uh, that's a good uh, segue. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it will just uh, continue to pour in the, the bullshit and the propaganda here. So let me uh, move that over uh, over here, guys, and let's pull that up because that's a good um, uh, that's a good tip, actually. Let me see here. Here it is. While I open this here, Chuck Schumer would do it, I would assume, and most of the other groups too. I would assume that the assault weapons, uh, assault weapon, it's just, it's a dumb name, but you know what I'm saying, uh, that that would be, uh, you know, part of something that they jump on as well. Here, here's the uh, the tweet here, uh, shared by Lycan Warrior. Uh, Atlanta was a, was shocked last night by a series of shootings, leaving eight people dead, six of Asian descent. And again, it's not wasn't racist. He, he said that it was all these other you know, whites uh, and uh, Latinos shot as well. We can't lose our vigil violence. Sorry, we can't lose. Let me try that again. We can't lose our vigilance against the forces of hate, bigotry, discrimination. We must stop Asian hate. Oh, they got a little uh, icon there from Twitter too. How lovely! 
and we must move forward on legislation to help stop the gun violence epidemic. Well, there you go, Lycan. This kind of encapsulates it. So it's, 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 let's do all of what we want right away, which makes you think. Now, I mean, I know about MKUltra programs and the all various kind of, you know, things, even like, uh, Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, was like a victim of, uh, of like mind control attempts by the FBI, right? They were giving him, it was part of like these uh, LSD um, trials and all kind of stuff. They're messing with his head and stuff like that. I, I, they haven't stopped with that kind of stuff. I'm not saying that this is that. I can't say that at this point. There's no evidence of that at this stage. But just be aware that these kinds of things, they, they do these kinds of things. They experiment on people. They drive them uh, mad and insane. They learn to control people in different ways. Uh, they compartmentalize them. They they tend to go for individuals that already have kind of a you know split personality or or, or kind of schizophrenic tendencies and things like that. Uh, they isolate and compartmentalize certain kind of individuals inside, and and then they kind of you know train and groom them essentially. And who who knows? I mean, it, it could be completely coincidental, of course, but it's it's amazing how it's like all these things coincide at the same time. So I wouldn't, but I I did. I'm not going to say that it is that, but I say I wouldn't put it past them because that's the kind of stuff that they do. Uh, it's it's incredible, right? Um, okay. Uh, Turd World Immigrant over on DLive donates a uh, one, two, three diamonds. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. And thank you to everyone uh, gifting subs. As a philosopher gifts a sub to Mr. Wright. Uh, appreciate that. Um, there's others uh, subbing over on DLive too. Very kind of you all. Thanks so much for that. Mr. Wright donates uh, one, two, three, four, uh, four diamonds, followed by a Ninjagini. Thank you, Mr. Wright. I appreciate that. Always good to see you, sir. Thank you. Boomhauser uh, with a diamond. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. And uh, see, the Purist Triple Seven is um, uh, resub for one month and is now on a 15 month sub streak. Thank you, Purist. Uh, appreciate that. Very kind of you. American Life with the Diamond. Henrik, I have a link to the second. Um, w on A story today, which, uh, yeah, can you link that just straight up in chat? Um, just put it straight in the chat. You don't have to do like, uh, uh, you know, super chat or anything like that. Just put it in there. Uh, there it is. Is that you? Yeah, San Francisco. Let me copy that. Thank you. Let me, let me move that over. Uh, I'm actually not sure which story it is yet, but we'll, let me pull it up here. Uh, okay. We go witness elderly Asian woman beats a man attacking her in San Francisco. That this is the link. It's got to be the link you're talking about, right? Uh, let me uh, let me open that up here. <clears throat> Thank you, um, American Life. Appreciate that. Pause this here for a second. Witnesses: elder, elderly Asian woman beats up man attacking her in San Francisco. When is this from? This is from just today. It's from today. Uh, an elderly woman being be, being attacked on Market Street in San Francisco Wednesday, the latest victim in a wave of attacks on Asians in the Bay Area, turned the tables on her assailant, leaving him with injuries that required a trip to the hospital. Well, uh, well, I guess good for her then. Let me let me check this out here. Market Street this morning. Police say they are investigating an aggravated assault on an elderly Asian woman. The circumstances of this incident are not yet clear, and police have not confirmed whether or not this is a hate crime. Of course, we'll be following up on the KPIX 5 News at 5. Violence against Asian Americans has skyrocketed this year, and the community is calling on police and politicians to do something about it. KPIX 5's Emily Turner tells us what's being done. The call for change goes from the streets where police have escalated and upped their patrols all the way to the state capitol. The pictures are heartbreaking and we want to warn you, hard to see. But this is the fear Bay Area Asian Americans say they're living with simply because they're Asian. Somebody just pushed me and hit me. 
and I lose uh, I lose consciousness and uh, when I wake up it's I'm all bloodied up. I didn't even see the person. I didn't lose anything. All my belongings is with me. Uh, they didn't rob me. So I think it's a hate crime. Danny Yu Chang was just walking back to work from lunch when he was attacked Monday on Market Street. I cannot see on my, on my left left eye. Hate crimes against Asian Americans rose 150% in 2020, even as hate crimes mm. overall dropped. Look at, those, uh, look at those white supremacists there, lads. You see that? This 71-year-old grandmother was pushed to the ground and her purse stolen. Yesterday, a man was punched for saying good morning, and another assault <laughs> left 75-year-old Pak Ho dead in Oakland last week. And for every crime reported, State Assemblyman David Chu says there are more that aren't. It's not just the incredible violence in a number of incidents, uh, but how racism has manifested itself in so many ways. He and it's, it's fa I should pull that up. It's fascinating how this comes like, and I'm not saying that this is not happening or anything like that, but the coordinated kind of counter push against um, against the kind of stuff that we saw. And I, I have to, I have to break, I, I can't remember like the headline or, or, or exactly how it was framed at the time, but I remember we reported on it and, and talked. It was like quite, quite interesting how it's like basically Asians are benefiting from like white supremacy and basically, basically because they were scoring well in school and these kinds of things, uh, they need to be held back and all that kind of stuff, right? And that's taking kind of a side turn because of this here now. But anyway, let's uh, look at the rest of the video here. Other Asian American and Pacific Islanders are proposing a statewide hotline for reporting and dealing with hate crimes, as well as legislation for restorative justice programs. They also want the governor to appoint an attorney general from the community. The reality is at this point, thoughts and prayers are not enough. We need action, we need leadership, and we need someone who truly understands our community. Imagine white students something like this too, by the way, because of course, as we know, uh, white people attacked every day. It's, it's one of the primary victims, of course, especially in America, but you know, in, in Europe and things like that too. Uh, we're, we're the victims of crime far more than we are uh, uh, you know, criminals or, or turning to uh, violent crime and things like this. Imagine us doing that. I mean, you have what the the Shomrim, for example. They're very big in New York, even London, right? The the Jewish community. They have their own police force. Uh, these different guards that walk around and you know watch out for their own. Remember, we had like uh, remember when when we had that in uh, like Finland. Uh, I think it's in Sweden too. We had the sons of uh, sons of Odin walking around. Remember, remember the stories. Remember the hit pieces. This was and it was they they weren't doing anything. They were there to deter violence. Uh, and when other gangs and things like that, you know, there, there's uh, issue, massive issues with uh, with rape in many Nordic countries. A lot of uh, women are not safe walking alone and things like that. And so when the, as soon as they were patrolling the streets and looking out for their own, all hell broke loose in the media. It was a shitstorm. They were basically like almost, uh, you know, terrorist labeled at that point. It, it's incredible, right? Chu and his community say that will hopefully help curb the alarming trend that often targets the oldest and most infirm. We should respect each other and try to live harmoniously with each other. The AAPI says in just the last year, they've logged 3,800 cases of hate crimes against the Asian or Pacific Islander communities. 1,600 of those are in California alone. Yeah. In San Francisco, Emily All right, Turner, let me, uh, let me pause right there. <clears throat> so yeah, that's pretty, uh, that's incredible stuff, right? Uh, good video, thank you for that to American Life. I appreciate that, uh, good video on that. Is there actually, is this footage of the actual attack just to come up on market of Asian woman on Market Street, blah, blah, blah? Um, effort, I got more details. Effort, I got more details. Uh, I think this is probably afterwards, right? 
Yeah, this, this is right after, obviously. Right after the fact. Isn't, uh, isn't this, doesn't this show also the wonderful, like, multiculturalism? Oh, so is that the, is that the perp? Okay, so that, so that was a white supremacist. Is that what they're trying to argue here? Did they, did they even say anything about it? I would assume that it was, uh, if there was, if it was a white guy, it would be brought up immediately in the story and in the, in the article. That's fascinating if that's uh, that's actually the case. Uh, the incident happened at Market Street and Charles J. Brennan Plaza in McAllister Street around 10.30 a.m. San Francisco police said they've been investigating aggravated assault by a man who appears to be in his 30s. Was that him in the, in the uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, the gurney there? Is that, is that what it is, a gurney? <laughs> Someone say he looks like a crazy bum. <laughs> Shit. He's gotten a good beating that beaten there. Look at the uh, look at his balls bloody around the mouth. Oh god. Imagine this. This is like this is this is what uh this is what uh, Robert Putnam was talking about, I assume, when he said, uh, well, you know, you know, initially when uh, when uh, diversity comes in, it'll It'll be, it'll be, it will be problematic. There will be some, there will be problems initially, but you know, it's all worth it in the end, uh, because we'll, we'll all become one race, and then we'll, and then we'll just be the human race, uh, uh, and then we'll all get along, right? So is this what he's, uh, what he's talking about? All right. Anyway, I have to look into that, but I would assume that if, if there was a white perp, that would be uh, brought up immediately, uh, if nothing else. Okay, uh, thank you, American Life. Uh, good one there. Brad C with the diamond. Thank you. Celebrate all is lost with a ninja guinea. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Good to see you. Uh, thank you for tuning in. White Rabbit Radio's hosting. Thank you for that. Uh, Tim, follow Tim Murdoch on uh, DLive here as well. White Rabbit Radio. Uh, always good to see you, Tim. Thank you. Um, okay, let me see here. Just want to make sure we're clear that off. Yes. Okay, so uh, we talked about those stories. Let me see what we had next here. Oh, this one too. This uh, there's another Twitter purge here. Uh, of course, they never they never have enough, right? They uh, it's always uh, Q and on. Uh, there's always um, some kind of faction that Twitter is slashing and burning and stuff like that. So let's uh, check out the video in uh, in relation to this here. The CEOs of top technology companies will face very hard questions on Capitol Hill next week about the spread of misinformation and their ability to control what is posted. The Capitol siege on January 6th was fueled by false claims of election fraud. Much of the planning also took place online. CBS News senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge shares new exclusive details about Twitter's decision to shut down tens of thousands of accounts linked to the conspiracy theory QAnon. This, uh, this should be good. After rioters pushed their way into the Capitol on January 6th to violently block the Electoral College certification, Twitter now tells CBS News the social media platform purged more than 150,000 accounts associated with QAnon. That's double the number previously reported. There are folks on one side who say that the platforms are censoring and taking down free speech, and there are others who say that the platforms aren't doing enough. Alexandra Givens leads the Center for Democracy and Technology that promotes laws and policy supporting free speech. 
Deciding to remove someone from a social media account does have significant impact on their ability to find other people, to express their views, and to communicate. You're not going on camera because you have significant security concerns. That's, that's correct. Senior Twitter officials tracking the QAnon conspiracy theory agreed to speak with CBS News on the condition their identities were protected. Do you both receive threats? According to these officials, most of the shuttered accounts belong to Americans, not so-called bots, computer software designed to spread misinformation. Twitter told us they used machine learning and some human review to determine the accounts that violated their coordinated harmful activity policy. After the riots, suspended users were notified and allowed to appeal. The officials said the success rate of appeals was near zero, and they have <laughs> high confidence in their decisions. Twitter officials said many of the same accounts suspended were first monitored. As early as last July, Twitter began lowering the profile of these accounts based on QAnon content posted, who they interacted with, as well as other online behaviors. It's one of the tools that platforms like are what? Can you give an example? Is they try to balance this really hard trade-off between the fear of silencing speech, but also mitigating some of the concerns about it. Oh yeah, that's definitely that's definitely a balance. They, they, they try to strike that balance in, a, <laughs> in an incredibly objective way, uh, i got to say. Uh, it, it's, ama like, it's amazing that we have reached this point where like QAnon is the, is the big issue of concern. And we'll get to some stories here too in a bit regarding some of the other stuff that goes on on these platforms. And yet this is where the discussion is. Now, I know this is because of the goofball riot on January 6th and all that stuff, the, the selfie opportunity uh, that happened. But it, it, I mean, this, I showed a couple of headlines, like it was last week or whatever, like the, the NPR specifically, we're just bombarding these articles out. Like every, every week there's something new with like misinformation and conspiracy theories and stuff like that. And then they can use things like Q where they just like anybody can go in and say anything. And this is what Q believes and make up some stupid shit and then run with that. Or, or in the same way that you have these people go on co in comments to people's videos and say, look at what kind of people they attract. Look at these crazy comments. And then they can say then they can censor based off of that, right? Uh, I mean, I'm not like I don't care about Q, Q, what, what's what's the big deal, right? If people want to believe stupid shit, let them believe dumb shit. Uh, it's up to them. And I've mentioned this many times before, but the danger begins when you're saying you, you're classifying certain thoughts and certain beliefs as essentially illegal, right? Because then then we're in thought crime territory, and that's basically okay. Well, what happens if you're not allowed to believe what you want to believe, right? And if you refuse to give up those beliefs, what happens then? What's the the law? going to do about that and the only way they can know that is to know what's in your mind right what's in your brain what are you thinking and how do they ban those thoughts uh that's next and that's why i did those technology episodes like uh, four or five episodes back here on no go zone where I essentially talk about that that they can like they can insert memory they can take out memory they can essentially with with the right uh you know Frequency, essentially, it sounds, uh, it sounds, you know, woo woo and cuckoo, whatever. But, but essentially, they've learned and decoded um, the the language of the brain, right? Synapses, or, or you know, the 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 way that it, our brain communicates. Uh, Facebook is working on technologies that are there to read our minds and stuff like that. I mean, the the shit that they're working on right now is frightening. And then couple that with like, you know, some some goofball conspiracy that they jump on and say, well, this is clearly uh, notary. We have to shut this down, kind of thing. Uh, this is uh, this is dodgy territory. Uh, I'm very worried about this, to be honest. When does mitigating violence uh, or mitigating speech become censorship? It's a hard balance to strike. 
Should Twitter have done more? There is no balance. They censor everything. It's a, I can't stress this enough, but you have these boomers on MSNBC. They're still sitting around and saying, Facebook is a, you know, like Joe Scarb, like killing Joe Scarborough, right? Sitting around and talking about how they'd say, you know, a right-wing recruitment, uh, you know, operation happening on Facebook, right? And it's never good enough for these people. They're basically, they've removed and banned and blocked and censored like everything and everybody and anything that the media calls on, they've done. And then these boomers show up and talk about how this massive problem on Twitter and Facebook still. What do they want? It's it's insane. And done it sooner. There are a lot of disinformation experts who think that the signs were on the wall and action should have been taken sooner. I think you can imagine that Twitter was struggling with the gravity. I'm I'm sure the, uh, the, the never again, right? That's just we're just a moment away from that of the situation. Twitter used similar tools against Al Qaeda and ISIS to monitor. So who's Al Qaeda and ISIS now? Well, it turns out that those uh, that those white supremacists, the white ISIS, right? That's uh, that's that, that meme became real. It was a meme back in like two thousand five, uh, maybe seven, eight, something like that. Uh, white uh, white ISIS or white Al Qaeda, and uh, and here we are. Enter and limit their terrorist propaganda. Asked if they used the same strategy last summer against Antifa supporters as riots erupted in Seattle and Portland, Twitter said their approach was different. When the ideology leads someone to pointing to wait, the are you telling me that they're that they did something towards that? It's uh, press press X to doubt. Uh, I, what have they done? Twitter is a virtual organization platform for Antifa. ISIS to monitor and limit their terrorist propaganda. Asked if they used the same strategy last summer against Antifa supporters. You're saying they used the same tactics that they use against ISIS and Al-Qaeda on, on Antifa in America? <laughs> Just complete fucking bullshit. As riots it. erupted in Seattle and Portland, Twitter said their approach was different. When the ideology leads someone to... Pointing to the FBI director's congressional testimony that Antifa is an ideology, not an organization. Uh, Twitter officials say they want users uh, to have a... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Rose City Antifa is definitely not anything like it. There's, there's, because there's no symbols and no handbooks. Mark Braden write a handbook about Antifa. There's no flags or you know, kind of logos or things like that. There's no organizational body where you can go and approach. There's no, there's no bookstores in California or commie bookstores that are organizing protests. Never heard of such a thing. Quote: Path back to healthy behavior. If there was, if there was right wingers doing the kind of things that we've seen Antifa done. You would see this nonstop doxing, uh, people threatened, they lost their jobs, they've been outed, they've been jailed, they've been charged. Uh, it's, they, 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 they don't, don't do anything basically against these people. They treat them with kitty gloves, right? Uh, many of the attorney generals are dropping cases left and right on these people. They arrest them. There's a little bit of a, of a slap on the wrist here and there, but that's, that's about it. They get a free pass. They're useful idiots. The system is using them to their favor, right? And their approach is focused on de-radicalization and rehabilitation. Twitter chief Jack Dorsey recently told investors, oh, users... Oh, <laughs> look at the graph he got there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look at the font. The font, uh, there was some very excited person there at, uh, where are we, CBS? CBS Morning News. Look at the, <laughs> look at the Jack's, uh, uh, Jack's text animation there. Gold. Twitter chief Jack Dorsey recently told investors <laughs> users are increasingly skeptical of his platform. We agree many people don't trust us. Never has this been more pronounced than the last few years. 
This isn't just about our actions to promote healthy conversation. It goes broader and deeper. Asked if they should have done more sooner, a Twitter official said they started taking action as early as 2016 and they tried a yeah. variety of enforcement options. But after January 6, more aggressive steps were needed on rehabilitation and the role of a social media company. They said it will take outside partnerships. Bottom line, this is about free speech and the intersection with social media. Anthony, yeah, so many tricky questions. So many tricky, yeah, it's such a tricky, oh my, what do we do about that free speech, huh? Yeah, well, our hands are tied because we can't censor. Uh, is that what they're trying to, they're trying to pretend this? Is that what it, it's just, this just this unbelievable gaslighting, just day, there's no cancel culture. <laughs> there's no one being banned. There's not conservatives being more banned or whatever, right? Uh, they, they're they driving that narrative still, it's, uh, it's incredible. Um, so the next step here, as I said, is, very important rehabilitation. So, so these people, not not social media alone, right? But these groups and these organizations and stuff are gonna they're gonna start to uh, basically get inside of your head, get into your brain, and kind of uh, surgically remove certain ideas that are unpopular. This is this is the next kind of territory. And again, we we showed uh, those headlines from NPR. Where they're talking about the, I started reading, was it the last no-go zone? It kind of blurs together a little bit, to be honest, but the NPR piece about how there were these, um, uh, what do they call them again? Uh, is it this one? There were people that are trying to, eh, yes, that's right, exit counselors. Here, here's, the, here's the story. I read a little bit of, this is an amazing piece. I should go through more of this too. Exit counselors strain to pull Americans out of a web of false conspiracies, right? So it says, these people have given up completely on the idea that there are not just ide ideological differences, but like you can, there's always, there's always room for doubt. And you, even though you it might be very likely that you have, you know, the truth on your side, there could always be something that shows up that, that proves that wrong and you have to change your worldview, right? But that doesn't, that has, that has exited completely the, uh, the narrative and the worldview that these people try to push. It's like, we have the truth, we know the truth, the absolute truth, and it's the side that we represent and there isn't anything else. And if you continue to go against that, basically at this point, you're a dangerous terrorist and you need to be reeled in, you need to be controlled. We need to know what your, what your thoughts are we need to be able to read your brain in some kind of way so we, we can ensure that you're not going to go and, and do something crazy, right? That's where we are. But this article was incredible. Um, the way that they, they try to, you know, dry, take people out of these, I mean, they call them cults and stuff, and, and, and it's not always wrong, obviously, but it's funny that the very system that is doing this, you could apply the very same terminology, behavioral patterns, and all that kind of stuff on that too. It's, a, it's one big cult. Uh, that believes all these things, right? It's just incredible. Uh, and as someone in chat pointed out, uh, too, my screen just died there, so I have to reboot that. But check out this story here. I'll, I'll get to that in a moment because you, you hit the nail on the head um, regarding what Russia is doing. Right? We just talked about Twitter, what they're doing and stuff like that. Uh, Putin vows to take down Twitter. Service will be blocked in Russia in 30 days if it does not delete banned content. This is related to porn, suicide, and Navalny protests, which is, uh, I, I like that they want to block that. That's funny. Russia has vowed to remove Twitter in a month in a row to, or in a row to, uh, in a row over banned content. 
Watchdog says site failed to remove content about suicide, drugs, and child porn. That's right, folks. Not only Twitter, Facebook is a problem. We'll look at that in a moment, too. Uh, but critics say MOVE is designed to stop opposition leaders organizing protests. Oy, oy vey. Uh, comes a day after Alex Navalny pro uh, posted his first update from inside jail. Uh, but they're right, though. I mean, there's there's uh, uh, sexualized content, po uh, child pornography on these platforms. Imagine that anything like this was going on on, on the gabs or the bit shoots or, or stuff like that, right? Any kind of murder or, you know, th you know, you know, like they do on Facebook, right? They stream abuse, they stream uh, murders, all that kind of stuff, right? And where Russia has threatened to block Twitter, Twitter within 30 days unless the site acts to remove what the government refers to as banned content. Uh, the deputy head of watchdog Ross Komanzor said Tuesday that the ban would come into effect unless Twitter removed the content, which he said includes child pornography and information on child suicide and drugs. But critics say the crackdown is actually an attempt to stop Putin's political opponent organizing rallies. Yeah, because they're totally not concerned with child porn and access to that. Of course not. As they did a number of cities earlier this year, Subutin issued a, his threat just a day after Putin's main critic, uh, Alex, Alexei Navalny, posted his first update from inside jail, sharing an image of himself with a shaved head. Good, uh, good stuff. Is there uh, something in here? Let me listen to this here. Oh, it's just someone uh, scrolling. There's no report. Good stuff. Okay. All right. It's it's basically B-roll. Okay, I thought it was a report or something. Let me uh, let me let me go past that then. Uh, Twitter is not reacting to a request as they should. If the situation carries on, then it will be blocked in a month without a court order. So Bolton said, "Good. I hope they do it." These platforms. Remember the was it the Facebook um, sort of banned news in Australia or something like that, and then unfortunately they cut a deal or something. But it's it's beautiful to see these. Um, uh, these social media country, uh, social media companies uh, shoot themselves in the foot in this way, right? And as a reminder as well, check out this here. Um, Facebook, we report on this in the Weekend Warriors show, but a reminder here. Facebook, a hotbed of child sexual abuse material with 20.3 million reports, far more than Pornhub. Now, Pornhub is bad enough on its own, right? It has massive issues. There's underaged uh you know, girls, there's, there's rape, uh, people that have been kidnapped and filmed against their will and stuff. It's uploaded to these to uh, to these pornography websites, and specifically Pornhub is a hub for that kind of activity. But Facebook is where it's at when it comes to this stuff. I, I, I mean, it's unbelievable, right? Unbelievable. Nothing is being done. And, and, it, and as opposed to that, you have, you know, you have the Greg Abbotts that, like, are trying to legislate into effect that we cannot be... We shouldn't be banned off of Facebook. We need to be on Facebook. We need to have Facebook spying on us. They need to have profiles on us. Uh, they need to collect all the data that they can on us and all that kind of stuff, right? And uh, uh, but but Gab though is anti-Semitic. That's the problem. He couldn't even mention something about child porn and Facebook and the major problem that they have. No, the problem is the anti-Semitism uh, on Gab. That's the issue, right? Uh, by the way, someone said Gab was down here a minute ago. I haven't. Uh, I was in posting a link to the uh, show her earlier the work for me, but yeah, they've they have had issues. I mean, they are a, a turning into a, a decent you know alternative and 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 stuff like that. So there's always uh, you know problems in the wake of that, and they always want to try to you know kind of take out their competition. So we'll probably see much more of that. Uh, but it's incredible. Imagine any of this taking place uh, on some of the big uh, the big uh, 
alternative platforms like BitChute and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, somebody just do this one second. Sorry, I just got to let me restart the screen here. It's uh, flashing back and forth. I have an issue with it, uh, but with you in uh, 10 seconds. Hang on. All right, there we go. I think we're back. Yes, uh, sorry about that. Yeah, my screen uh, keeps <laughs> going in and out sometimes. Yeah, it was plain physics that said that earlier uh, over on Entropy Stream. It said, meanwhile, Russia asked the important questions like telling Twitter to clean up its child porn act or they will be banned. Exactly. Uh, so good timing on that plain physics. Thank you for uh, for reminding me about that too. Uh, by the way, okay, should we, uh, maybe we should do the, should we do the hologram uh, bit here? Uh, let me see. Let me go. Let me scroll back up here. Let me do a couple of the uh, D lives here too. Lord Aragon uh, says with a diamond that uh, they shut down my account. You bastards. The uh, your Twitter, I assume. Uh, I'm not surprised, but yeah, I, I don't know why we're on there still. To be honest, um, well, it's because we're feds. We're uh, we run a, a a Zionist Fed operation around here. That's why we're probably on there still. We've gotten the we still gotten the approval uh, from the FBI that we can have uh, we can have our Twitter accounts for now. Eh? Um, no, but I, I, I'm sure it will come. I mean, and that's why we try to urge people to go over to our Telegram too. It just, just follows there instead. Um, I think it's good. I, I, I've changed my tune on this. I, 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 yes, it's aggravating with the banning and stuff like that, but frankly, we cannot be in a position where we are dependent on these hostile platforms that they get to choose. They can do whatever they want when the hands, I mean, just think about the YouTube situation to be, I mean, I was, you know, well, scared. I don't know what the right word is. Uh, uh, upset, uh, uh, scared, I guess, to a certain extent, or, or uh, afraid that uh, after we lost our YouTube, is that it? You know, because that's where the majority of our audience is, so people aren't going to tune in. And, of course, we don't get as many views um, on some of the videos and stuff like that. But at the same time, what's important is we have a uh, a, a sizable audience, a good audience, you guys that have that, you've, that follow creators like us to other platforms and go to alternatives. You're willing to use BitChute, Odyssey. You go to, uh, you know, Telegram or uh, Rumble or, you know, whatever you prefer, VK, basically. And uh, and that's what it's about. But but more than that, we need, I mean, BitChute and, and I think probably Odyssey, I think are, are definitely good options and good guys. Um, Web 3.0, the, the decentralized internet, that's where it's going to be at. And it's good that we're pushed off of YouTube. We shouldn't be on YouTube. Our audiences shouldn't be on YouTube. None of us should. They're, they're spying on us. They're making money on us. And they're using it against us, right? Get off of there. Get on the alternatives. And more and more people do that, and more and more creators that do that, the better it's going to be, the better off we're going to be. We need to be in control of our own stuff, right? Um, so, yeah, sorry about that, Lord Aragon, if you, uh, if you, if it was uh, your Twitter account you lost there. But uh, I'm sure all of our, <laughs> all of our times are uh, limited on, on these major big flat platforms anyway. Uh, Blas Delizo with the diamond says Q-tardism is an ideology. Um, yeah, I mean, exactly. It's not an organization. You're right regarding the the, the previous uh, uh, clip there from uh, uh, regarding the banning of, of Q accounts and stuff. That's definitely not, you, there's no centralized uh, committee or organization. It's literally just like, what, someone who claims their Q on, on 4chan or that's how it began, right? And uh, anybody can just say that they're like, oh, I follow Q or something in their Twitter profile. And then they say, oh, that's a Q follower, a card-carrying member. Anybody can do it. But uh, that's definitely an ideology. But, of course, they have decided to go after them anyway. So good point, uh, Blas de Lazo. I appreciate that. Uh, celebrate all, all is lost with uh, two diamonds. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. White Rabbit Radio with a uh, diamond as well. Says Twitter suspended my account. Sorry, Tim. 
Um, it's a bummer. I'm not surprised, though. You had, uh, was it Euro uh, Rabbit, I think, on Twitter? And he links up instead. Maybe we could put this in chat a couple of times here, but uh, t.me forward slash white rabbit radio uh, is where to follow uh, Tim or white rabbit radio primarily. Tim Murdoch does great work. t.me forward slash white rabbit radio. Sorry about that, Tim, but uh, not, not surprised. I'm, as I said, I'm sure all of our days are numbered on these platforms. Um, and Washed was hosting. Thank you for that, sir. Uh, thank you for that. Good to see you. And uh, Silosopher hands a or gives a one month sub to Unwashed. Thank you for that. And Unwashed donates a diamond and says, um, "Yeah, what is it? WWG1WG1G? Was it Where We Go? One We Go All One W? I'm not sure what that one We Go or something. Always looked kind of gay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess that was the, the the distinguishing mark, right? Wasn't that one of them? Um, it was just, yeah, where, where we go, one, we go all or something. And then they put that in their Twitter bio. And that was the proof enough, right? That you had up oh, your, your Q account getting banned. Okay. All right. So let's check this out here with the, uh, the, uh, uh, the Biden hologram. Now, I don't know what to make of this. Um, oh, someone says Mick Sleazy. I just happened to see them in the chat. My pillow man, Michael Liddell, something big is coming. New channel banned on YouTube. Yeah, I'm, of course. I'm not surprised. Wasn't he one of the kind of organizers, right, of the um, of the of the? I mean, he wasn't, but that's how they spun it, right? He was one of the organizers of the uh, goofball riot on January sixth, sixth, I believe. Um, so yeah. So so, what do you guys think of this here? I'm sure you saw it, it was going around yesterday. A lot of people were looking at this footage, and they, many people at least, can't make sense of it, right? Uh, it is very strange. It shows, I'm going to bring in some other footage here too, so we can show that. So it shows Joe Biden's hand um, over the microphone. There's a, Either it's just something with like an, uh, uh, what an optical uh, I I illusion or whatever you want to call it that's happening, but it's something that looks very odd with it, right? I think there's more to the story than just what you see in the film, and the reason to, for that we will get to in a bit. And it was interesting enough, even the hill that I think was one of the first. I mean, this this clip was uh, picked up by a lot of stations. There were even other angles. We'll take a look at those in a moment too. But it was interesting nonetheless that the hill tweeted this out because they're actually the outlet that were they were talking about. Uh, they were talking about uh, holograms, basically. <laughs> they were saying, "Why can't we have a Biden hologram?" He's losing, you know, he's losing his uh, his ability to uh, to. Um, uh, do good uh, public speeches and, and and stuff like that, basically, right? Uh, let me show you that screenshot real quick here, too. Let me see. Where is it? Here it is. Um, this is the one right here, right? Uh, it, it's sh so it shows Biden's hand over over the mic on the side. As far as I understand, then the only way that you can get this is if the boom mic with the dead cat, which is the name for the... The fuzz, hairy uh, adapt. What do you call it? adapter? Addition, extend, addition to the microphone, and it's a windbreaker essentially to make sure that the wind doesn't, you know, disturb the microphone. Is if they got that in and then up and under Biden's arm, right? But there's something with the angle that doesn't make sense. Now I'm not saying this like, oh, it's a green screen or something. It's just odd, and I'm uh, the jury is still out on what what it is and what's happening. And, and and why, right? So here's uh, let's take a look at the uh, at the video here first. Oh, 
travel to the southern border, sir? I'm not at the moment. Have you decided when you're able to share you guys see that? with other countries? Is it allies or neighbors first? Who will be the first country to get U.S. vaccine? I've been talking with several countries already. Well, so it's not about what he says. And there, of course, in the second time, the hand is behind the microphone. Now, let me go back here. Sorry, let me slow it down. Whoa, sorry. Let me back up and slow down. Right there. Is it impossible? I, I don't know. The strangest thing is then when he backs up and goes forward again, it's, his hand is going to be uh, behind the, the mic. Let's try it. Let's go forward here a bit. Let me see here. There. Right? There was behind. There was behind again. So the question is, how much does that mic move back and forth? There. Behind it. So what the fuck is going on right there? Is it... Is it just a... Is it just an illusion? They have the boot. They have the boom mic. It's in, and it goes in under his arm temporarily. It's just that it looks also. Now I know there are compression issues. There, there's all kinds of things that that, that does happen, right? There's there's uh, artifacts that you can kind of get from. I work with video quite a bit, and occasionally you see some kind of weird stuff. But it has that look almost too, where his his arm and specifically his his sleeve. Let me go back to the the clip here. Where his sleeve kind of goes, um, let me back up here a little bit. Where his sleeve kind of goes over it, where it just looks, it just looks fake. I can't, I can't explain it. Even the other mic for a little bit there, there. I mean, look at that, like right there. Even the other mic, I think he goes. Does he go above that too? Yeah, there. The other mic too. Are they sitting from the side? Are we are we over analyzing this? Is is the internet? Uh, is it made to make look? People look dumb and crazy. Because uh, I don't know. Is it possible? Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's possible. To, it was just an angle. So here's the second angle, right? Um, here's the second angle. Uh, which shows the same thing. But it does... It, it's, I don't know. Let, let's look at the second angle. See what you guys think. Do you have any plans to travel to the southern border, sir? Not at the moment. Have you decided when you're able to share thoughts with other countries? There it's behind it, obviously. It's moving quite a bit. It's is are people are, is the boom operator handling it front back and forth? Then people were even pointing out. L listen to the audio and look at the helicopter. Okay, that angle cut off. Let me let me go over to the other one here. Then uh, the other angle they have it. They were pointing out that uh, the helicopter is not spinning, right? But it's the sound is there, or the sh the rotors are not spinning. But then I believe, if I'm, I believe that that was corrected. I believe that it turned out that uh, other footage of what is it? You, it's not Air Force One, obviously, but it's whatever his main, what that what the name is for the presidential, uh, you know, helicopter, or whatever. I guess the engine is is on. The engine is on, but uh, I guess the rotors are not engaged or something, so you still have that noise. But it's there were a number of things like that that people were pointing out yesterday, and it was just like this: oh "My God, my everything is fake. It's fake and gay, right?" But it's not out of the it's not out of the blue. It's not completely unreasonable, and that's the reason why I wanted to cover it as well. Because we even just a few days ago, before we saw this, 
reported on this story from The Hill, remember the same account that tweeted out this video, again, many other outlets had it and stuff like that too. Even Fox News had it. We can show, you know, that we can demonstrate that to you in a moment here too, that it's like it was featured on a lot of different channels and stuff like that. So it wasn't like it was just the one clip, right? But they actually proposed uh, Biden, uh, that they should go with Biden as a hologram to to ensure uh, uh, basically his performance, right? Let me go over to this angle. We can uh, look at the uh, the article a bit here. Joe Biden isn't a hologram. I'm glad that they point that out first, though. So they kind of they put uh, uh, they put our, they put our questions uh, to rest because uh, uh, God's know what we what we would have thought if that line wasn't there. You know, Joe Biden isn't a hologram. Okay, but the relative absence from the public stage of a newly elected U.S. president and leader of the free world is sparking no small amount of speculation and chatter about the brave new world of possibilities offered by technological advancements and the unprecedented control over information on the Internet. So far, under Biden, there have been none of the extended press availabilities to which we've gotten accustomed under President Trump. No impromptu sessions with the media where he fields questions and attacks dealing with dozens of wide-ranging topics. Biden even skipped the traditional live in-person February address to Congress. Gee, I wonder why. We've only seen him primarily in the form of various proof-of-life-like video clips distributed on the internet where he reads scripted remarks from a teleprompter. Now, it's this is the hill. This is the hill. This could be. This is, could have been like the... Uh, a obscure uh, conspiracy uh, uh, WordPress site in 2006. <laughs> like, but the language is amazing. Um, anyway, even some officials who work in the Biden administration told me they can't help but wonder why. And it has the mulling over far-fetched speculation that upon a further examination starts to look almost like it is not completely outside the realm of possibility. In June... 2019, I published a story on deep fake technology. I explored how artificial intelligence, computer technology, has put special effects, once reserved as expensive and time-consuming accomplishments of Hollywood films, in the hands of almost anybody with a computer and the desire to use it. As I showed in the report, this AI technology can make people who didn't say or do something look very much like they said or did the thing. I urge everyone to watch the story here and keep in mind two things. First, the technology has advanced further by leaps and bounds since my original report. And second, our intelligence agencies have the capa have have capabilities far beyond whatever it is we see in public. It's, a, it's amazing that this is the hill, to be honest. The way that they they be like, oh, yeah, we're talking about uh, the DARPA black ops and what they, what they're experimenting on down in their uh, uh, dumbs, their deep underground uh, bunk bunkers, right? Um, anyway, some years ago, a government source with access to intelligence at the highest levels explained it to me without divulging any classified information that any technological thing that we can imagine is actually being researched or accomplished in the secret channels of our government. And he told me things that are beyond our ability to imagine are also being done. Some of the things we know uh, are already possible. Scientists can build lifelike robots or droids that are getting harder and harder to distinguish from humans. They can even interact and take part in rational-sounding two-way conversations. Hologram-like figures can make campaign appearances, as India's Prime Minister Narada Moody did as early as 2012, and even be resurrected from the grave, as pop star Michael Jackson was for live performances. What would be necessary if powerful interests wanted to construct a believable artificial reality surrounding the most powerful political positions on the planet? First, of course, 
the technological capability. Beyond that, it seems to me they would need to have a pretty tight grip on the on the information landscape, meaning primarily the internet, so that any material exposing the effort or contrary to the goal could be discredited or even expunged. And finally, there obviously would have to be a serious element of secrecy, a willingness and an ability among those uh, with knowledge and information to keep the whole thing under wraps seems pretty unlikely, except, except in movies. Now back to Biden. The White House has announced that he will finally give his first primetime address to the nation on Thursday. That's seven weeks, two days after it was inaugurated. The topic will be one year anniversary of the COVID-19 lockdowns. From what's been uh, from what's been said so far, it appears that if there's no plan for a live audience of reporters, no questions and answer sessions after. Still no word on a date for Biden's belated address to Congress, but a White House spokesman has said that because of the coronavirus epidemic, any joint session speech would look different than in the past. Joe Biden isn't a hologram. They uh, assure us and put our uh, put our uh, our questions here to uh, to rest once more uh, in the Hill article. Uh, but if he wanted to be, and if powerful people with access to the latest technology wanted to make him one, it seems as though there might be little they couldn't accomplish. So is that what they're is that are they doing a beta are they doing a beta test? Um, here's Fox News using the footage too here, right? Are they doing a beta a beta test and someone screwed up in the in the composition? Look at the way that that first microphone kind of shakes a little bit too. Also looks kind of weird to be honest. The first one his hands goes over that one too right there. And then the other one under and then he goes in between and they disappear and the I just can't see that they're moving you know this way back and forward that much. So I don't know. I I, I still don't know what to make of it. Are they do they do stuff like this? See that's the other thing I was thinking about too. Someone said, like, you know, it's, you know, they were convinced it was fake. And then they're like, but why? Why would you do something like this? What's the point? And the point is not only to beta tests, you know, technologies and stuff like that, right? The point, I think, partially also, let me lower that a bit. The point also is to see for people that, the people that, that look at this kind of stuff and point this out, see, there his hand is, is behind it um, in that angle. It will drive them insane that the rest of the world at least refuse to consider or look at stuff like this. It's not the only thing. This is, you know, we have all, all kinds of people all the time are, are looking at this kind of stuff, right? So what it will drive those people insane that no one else is watching it, while the other side that refuse to look at this stuff thinks that the other side is completely insane, right? It's it's a it's a wedge issue, right? It's just one little thing. We don't have to stare ourselves blind on it, but if you take all these kinds of things in together, you, 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 it's like there is a whole faction that's like thinks everything is fake and gay. Like for good reason, because it's like, this is what they do. They're fucked with our heads, right? Sorry for the bad language, folks, but you get the idea, right? They, they screw with our heads. And it will cause further rifts and uh, an impossibility for people to, you know, move forward politically agree on things and issues and stuff and it, and it's and it's helping to cause more more discord between uh, the already you know widening uh, uh wounds that exist not only in america but but in europe and stuff like that too so the potentially if this is what it is if if, the, if they were experimenting with something well let's say that the mics were for some reason i don't know why but let's say that the mics then were added in after or something and there's some kind of composition or they're doing something live i would assume it looks like there was a, a 
you know, it was done live, the camera crew right there or something, that they're, they're testing something new. They're testing new technology. I mean, I don't know what to make of it. It's just, it's just so bizarre. Give me, give me a chat. Let's, let's give a little test here. Uh, give me a, a one for, this is some kind of technology, right? They, they, it's not really him that was really there at that time. Or two, it's just a, it's just an optical illusion. It's the camera. There's, it's nothing to see there. It, this is crazy bullshit talk, and it's just discrediting everything we're doing because we're seen as insane, right? Um, so one would be any of the any possible, whatever it is, right? It's some they're experimenting with something, green screen, some kind of technology or, or hologram or something like that. Let me see what uh, what we get here in chat. <clears throat> Definitely mostly mostly ones so far. Um, some twos. Three, it's a manipulative mic. Yeah, it could be the mic too, but it, that seems kind of almost harder, unless they're just testing it, right? Goes in under behind his hand or something like that. But yeah, mostly, there's a, there's some twos, uh, but there's definitely uh, mostly one. Yeah, some say it's weird for sure, but saw another angle of the same video. Well, again, that's, that's the one I was playing there, right? The other angle. And uh, that one is, is, is still shows the same thing as far as I'm concerned, right? The other angle, right? Let's, let's look at that again. It looks like mostly ones in chat. See, you can see right at the bottom right there. His hand goes above. Goes above that mic, doesn't it? Let me see. Let me go back. See, that, that mic, he's, his hand is above. See that? So it's like it's not even the same. In that angle, it's not even the same mic. He, he, points, he points, makes that movement where he points down like that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's just bizarre. Uh, the point is, even if this is nothing, if this is nothing burger and this is just like, what are you doing? Like you're spending time with this shit. Um, just know that this is what they're, this is what they want to do. They are, they're fearing when the day when Biden's either mental, you know, cognitive ability is so poor. Uh, that he won't be able to do his job. And what are you going to do then? Well, it seems, at least for now, then they're not going to hand it over to Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, they're going to give the job to a hologram, to a deep fake. LBTV appearances. Look, there's even, I mean, there's people that have been on stage. It looks like they're on stage. As I said, they have the technology. They could be out walking around, I guess, or be up on a, if they're on the right place. It, it looks like it's them, pretty much, right? Uh, but yeah, so they're... they're <laughs> They're messing with our heads, uh, lads. That's the that's the point here too. Uh, okay, let me do. Uh, uh, let me ensure there's nothing else here uh, in chat. Uh, real quick, yellow beard with a diamond. Thank you, sir, and congrats again to uh, your third son. Well done, sir. Thank you, uh, Brad C with the, another diamond. Blas uh, Blas with a diamond says Tulsi had a moving uh, Tulsi had a moving pimple during the debates. I don't remember that. That's one thing I missed. Um, Flynn Photo sends a uh, diamond. It says Devin Stack's take. Yeah, I saw that he yesterday. Uh, he was very like gung ho, like oh, it's fake. I've worked in video, blah blah blah. And at least on Twitter, I saw later that he like he changed his mind or or like oh, there's something. I think that's what he said. Let me let me see if I can see that here. Yeah, he said, as I discussed in my stream upon viewing the second angle, this is probably just a mix of oddly placed mics. Yeah, see, that's what I thought initially, too, and a trick of perspective. Now that I, And that's what I, I recognize that, too, right? That, that 
you know, sometimes weird things happen with angles and cameras. And so the mic is far off to the side. I just don't know how you how it looks like you're getting it in and under between his arm and his uh, uh, torso or crotch, essentially. Judging from the second second angle, that mic was far, it was off to his uh, right side or in the screen to the left side of the screen too much for it to end up between his hand and between his his torso slash crotch however long it went up that's what's making it so uh, so bizarre to me right um but yeah i know sometimes things aren't as they appear looks like it probably jumped the gun he said yeah that's what i saw he said on uh, on twitter too i don't know i think the jury is still out I i'm not sure uh but considering that they're looking at doing these kinds of things uh i wouldn't put it put it past them and at some point if it's true that they want to work towards that at some point you will you will probably see something like that or you won't you won't know Right? You, you will, it will, he will make an address or a, an appearance, and we all think, oh, look at that. That's, uh, you know, gl that's glitchy Biden for you. That's just how we act, and 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 we're all, uh, we're all fooled. We have a digital president. Plain physics says over on Entropy, the coup plotters have decided that our fake president isn't fake enough, so they have have to make him faker. Uh, weekend at Bernie's 2.0. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, they're getting the technology now, right? And so, and eventually, they don't even have to do projections. Eventually. They don't even have to do stuff like this. They will just insert memories into your brain. Uh, and uh, you could have sworn that you saw something or you remembered it just as like you just saw it, essentially. Uh, they can also extract memories, which is, uh, I don't know which one is more frightening. I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, but input and output, it's uh, its terrifying. So uh, sticking to some of the things here that Biden has talked about um, recently, uh, Biden is proposing a tax hike. Big surprise. One trillion in new taxes, says former aide um, from Market Watch. You got to pay for all this. You know, stimulus is uh, being sent out. Uh, people are getting their money from the government. They're happy about this. Of course, inflation is going to be uh, out of control. We'll see if it happens this year or the next one. But uh, we are basically just uh, waiting for the inevitable at this point. Uh, Eurozone is, is equally bad off, uh, to be honest. Uh, they're printing way too much money. And somehow they have to pay for this, uh, or our future generations will pay for this. Uh, and that's why I say get into uh, get into crypto if you can. Uh, get into Bitcoin, uh, research some of your alts, get into that. Uh, get silver, get some gold, you know, spread out, diversify. Uh, do not only sit and hold things in, in the US dollar if you, uh, if you do and have it, because eesh, I don't think this is going to end uh, very, very uh, good. Now that the coronavirus relief package is actually law, it's onto infrastructure for the Biden administration and its razor-thin Democratic majority in Congress. But infrastructure legislation will come with strings attached, with very hefty new taxes. The White House will propose one trillion worth of new taxes, according to Sara Bianchi, head of U.S. policy, public policy and political strategy at Evercore ISI and the former director of economic domestic policy for then-Vice President Joe Biden. Officials include Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen have started suggesting what will be in the White House plan or what will be in the White House plan. Uh, Bianchi said hiking the corporate tax rate to 28% from 21, establishing a global minimum tax and raising what uh, what's called the global intangible low-taxed income ratio to 21% will be in this plan, or his plan. The plan will probably include nearly doubling capital gains taxes on those with income over 1 million, and likely will include taxing unrealized gains at death, so death taxes, 
ending carried interest and raising the top individual income tax rate. Fantastic. More taxes, folks. Um, it's going to solve the issue, of course, right? Other possibilities include restoring the 2009 estate tax policies, limiting individual deductions, phasing out some business income deductions, and establishing a financial transa transactions tax. Is that the, the that's a Tobin tax essentially, right? That's what that is. Remember, it was all these uh, socialists and commies who were proposing this a few years ago at a Tobin tax. Um, I guess that was on some of the highest, you know, financial institutions and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, meh, maybe that. Uh, but believe me, those who are going to be hit hardest, as, as, as always, is the, the middle class, right? Those with a lot of money, it's like, yeah, sure, they're, they're losing more money. Uh, but at least they have money. For people that don't have much money, are going to be taxed to death. That's going to be great. Uh, Bianchi said Congress isn't likely to swallow the whole proposal. Hopefully not. She suggested it was only agreed to $500 billion in for new taxes. So half of that. All right, we'll see what, uh, we'll see what happens to that. Uh, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Deep nostalgia. We better get checked that out later. Uh, okay, what else do we have here? Um, yeah, so we have this uh, little, uh, I guess, presentation today by, um, what's his name again? Uh, Powell, right? The head of the Federal Reserve. They made some comments today. Uh, I know that Yellen have set, mentioned some comments recently, the, the head of the um, uh, Treasury, right? And uh, so he basically is trying to, nah, it's, it's fine. Don't worry about the inflation. We got this under, you know, we have it under, it's manageable. We, we got it under control and shit like that, right? Um, okay. So um, anyway, Zero Hedge here uh, has the headline, Uber Davish. Davish, I had to look up. What was that again? Davish? It was like the way you present language or something. Let me just see a reminder what that was. Is it related to bullish or um, bearish? Davish refers to the tone of language used to describe a situation and the associated implications for action. For example, if the Federal Reserve Bank, that's the option, the, uh, the suggestion they use, refers to inflation in a dovish tone, it is unlikely that they would take aggressive actions. Okay. Uber dovish, F-O-M-C, and I think that stands for, uh, what was it again, the Federal... Um, it was a commission, federal, uh, all these abbreviations here. Uh, was it the federal, uh, yeah, the Federal Open Market Committee. That's right. So it's a, that's a subset of the Federal Reserve. Um, anyway, so Uber Dovish FOMC, Federal Open Market Committee statement, confirms nothing will change on rates policy through 2023. Um, someone commented on this here, nothing burger from the Fed. Passive easing continues. GDP has been revised, inflation has been revised up, unemployment revised down. Despite all this, the median dot still at zero through 2023, though a few more CA though a few more CA hike. Chair Powell probably has uh, time to help these folks understand the new policy framework. Today's market chaos is brought to you by the word SLR and the number 2023. What was S supplemental liquidity ratio? That's right. Whether the Fed will mention it, though, uh, it mentioned its thoughts on the now pol uh, politicized, sorry, I'm having trouble, trouble reading here, the now politicized supplemental liquidity ratio, SLR, exemption decision, which will spark turbulence in bank stocks and treasuries, and whether the Fed's forward-looking dot plot of rate, rate expectations is adjusted hawkishly for 2023 if no adjustments stonks will soar. Going into the event, there was no fear. 
Since the last FOMC statement, January 27th, Bitcoin has doubled. Stocks have soared along with bonds yields, price plunged, and as the dollar gained, gold tumbled. Interesting. Inflation expectations have exploded, yeah, for, for, for no good reason. And uh, the zero, zero hedge always have a, a, a number of funny, uh, funny charts you can look at to, to go into the weeds and details. And, and I'm, sometimes I just kind of glaze over when there's too many fucking graphs and shit. But anyway, um, what I can tell you, though, is that they, they do not have things under control. Uh, unless they're going for some, unless they're going for some like Phoenix, you know, I remember the Phoenix currency, was it on, um, was it the economic, uh, was it foreign policy? Um, it will probably be a di digital currency. Uh, let me see if I can find that classic. Yeah, here it is. The, uh, oh, The Economist, right? The Rothschild uh, publication had this. Let me pull this up for you guys. Do you guys remember this? Uh, this is probably what they're eventually going to go for. Get ready for a world currency, the Phoenix, right? This is the uh, Rothschild old, owned The Economist. This is a couple of years old now, but basically, you know, America have things like the Cloven, Cla Cloven Piven strategy, basically drive everything into the ground. The, 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 the goal is to ruin and to wreck uh, the existing currencies, essentially. And obviously gain as much power and as much land and as much assets and as much money and wealth and power on the way down, obviously, you just don't go over to something like this. That's why I don't think it's not going to be Bitcoin or something like people think will be a, oh, it'll be a one world currency. Uh, as far as I know, they don't have enough uh, claws into Bitcoin, even if they control, what, over 50% of the network or something like that. Uh, so I think there will be something new, some kind of uh, digital currency or something like that that pops up, right? Um, so that's what's coming, regardless. Uh, but on the way down, they also talk about the mod modern mo monetary theory, which I believe one of the things they're discussing there is the merger of of the Treasury and the Federal Reserve, I believe, if I have that correct. I was reading about it a while, a while back, modern monetary theory. And it's basically like, well, nothing is really worth anything. I'm obviously overtly simplifying here, but uh, not too much. I mean, it's like modern mo monetary theory is basically like, well... We can just print money. How about how about that? You know, it's like we we uh, it's not based on anything. And why can't we just um, print more money and 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 be and be happy? You know, merge the Fed, merge uh, the Treasury, which is kind of people were alluding to. They kind of already did in a way by putting Janet Yellen, who previously what was the chair of the Fed, and now she she's at the head of the Treasury. So it's like a swing door kind of political thing, right? They're all just you know just going round and round. Yeah, it's just uh, exactly that's what MMT is, Mister Ningeberg. Absolutely correct. Uh, that's what I think we look at. That's why, of course, we on this program, on this show, we uh, recommend that uh, you, our dear audience, if you do have some money to spare, uh, go into cryptocurrency. Uh, what's the price today? 50, 57. It's been going up here, uh, circling up and down a bit here. It was down to 54.3, something like that, 1,000 per Bitcoin. Now it's up to 58,610. Uh, I think they're going to be a bigger crash uh, we'll see what happens. I think there's going to be some kind of uh, 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 attempt to scare people out of the market again, and then the, the whales and others are going to buy up as much as they can. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Uh, the, there could be a bull run, and that's it. And, and the, the, when the plane takes off and it's going to the moon, uh, you better be aboard the, the ship. I think that um, uh, these prices still are, are, are cheap in comparison to where it will go, right? So look into it. If you haven't, uh, it's just a recommendation because as the dollar uh, inflates and declines and stuff, 
companies, businesses, all these uh, institutions are going to uh, go and at least have some percentage uh, of their assets uh, put place into Bitcoin. And at that point, uh, it, there's no end in sight. We're, we're talking uh, maybe 500,000 for per Bitcoin, something like that. Again, there's no promises. No one making promises. Look into it for yourself. But uh, you definitely want to be a part of that. Want to be a part of that ride, folks. Okay, uh, this is another thing that happened today as well. I want to quickly cover this here. Uh, we're going to wrap up here in a little bit, guys. Uh, but we have a little, little bit more to go. Uh, Alejandro, Alejandro Mayorkas is uh, now the uh, head of uh, the Department of Homeland Security. And today he was testifying um, to the uh, the House Homeland Security Committee. And he was talking about, you know, we have heard uh, these talks about uh, uh, a crisis at the border and stuff. And the current administration have been denying it. And it's not, not a problem. No biggie. Biden is basically, please don't come to the border. And then, of course, they've come anyway. And they are they are welcome centers now. The, the Department of Homeland Security are running wel welcome centers, uh, and people are uh, let go and let in only after being uh, held for a very short time. Anyway, this is what he said in his uh, opening statement. Listen to uh, this here. That I should uh, recognize the tragic event uh, that took place in the surrounding areas of Atlanta. Yeah, he talks about the shooting first, of course. Yesterday, our thoughts and prayers are with the victims of that tragic event those who lost their lives, as well as those who were injured. Uh, we are tracking uh, that event very carefully. I have already been briefed on it, and I know that the Federal Bureau of Investigation uh, is working underway to understand all of the facts and that the individual who is a suspect um, of that event is in custody. He's a white supremacist, didn't you hear? More than 240,000 individuals dedicate their talent and energy each day to protecting our homeland security. It is an honor to appear before you to represent them and the critical work they perform in the service of the American people. DHS personnel protect our country from foreign and domestic terrorism while also protecting our privacy, civil rights, and civil liberties. They secure and manage our borders while also restoring America as a place of refuge. They support a whole-of-government effort to defeat a pandemic that has impacted every part of American life while also facilitating the legitimate trade and travel needed for a strong economy. The challenges we face are great, but we do not face them alone. The Department of Homeland Security is fundamentally a department of partnerships. Congress, all of you, is one of our essential partners. I commit to working with this committee on a bipartisan basis to ensure the success of our homeland security mission. Yeah, complete bullshit. 43 days into my tenure as secretary, I look forward to sharing what we have done and where we are headed. I will start with what is top of mind for every American, which is our effort to defeat the COVID-19 pandemic. On the first day of this administration, President Biden challenged FEMA to stand up 100 federally supported community vaccination centers in only 30 days. In fact, FEMA did not stand up 100 federally supported community vaccination centers in 30 days. It stood up 441. Today, that number is well over 900 and growing by the day. President Biden also challenged us to deliver 100 million vaccinations across the country in 100 days. Last week, we passed 90 million doses and are on track to reach the president's ambitious goal. 
Another top priority for our department is increasing the nation's cybersecurity resilience and protecting our critical infrastructure, especially in light of the recent campaigns exploiting solar winds and Microsoft Exchange and the growing threat of ransomware. As a first step, I have directed grant funding that will provide an additional $25 million for state and local entities across the country to improve their cybersecurity, raising the total minimum amount they must devote together to this critical mission to $77 million. The Department's Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, or CISA, remains laser focused on protecting and providing assistance to federal civilian agencies and working with the private sector to improve our defenses. Thank you very much to all of you for your leadership okay. in recognizing the importance of this issue and for the $650 million you recently appropriated for CISA to enhance our ability to protect the nation against cyber. 650 million attacks. All right, so a bunch of so a bunch of bullshit, obviously here. But uh, yeah, the pandemic issue, even to the side, uh, that's another issue in itself. And we have some update, updates on this too here, uh, both when it comes to the vaccine and stuff. Uh, but it's just this blatant like denial of of the issue uh, at the border and the fact that uh, you know ICE or DHS facilities are turning to welcome centers and that uh, ICE are being neutered and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, so there's a major problem at the border. They're letting all these people in and they're letting them come. Biden is seen as the, the the migrant president kind of thing. And I saw this today too. It's from uh, from the EU. And we can look at the kind of the, uh, similar pattern here, actually. Uh, there, this is not only happening in America, 700,000 people gained EU citizenship in 2019. I think this is partially also because some of the statistics is now finally out. I'm not sure they even have it for 2020 yet. Recipients of EU member state citizens slash main countries that granted them in 2019. Morocco was number one of the ones uh, of the recipients of citizenship. Albania, number two. UK, number three. I guess it's a Brexit then. Syria, number four. Turkey, number five. Romania, number six. Brazil, number seven. Ukraine, uh, number eight. And the main member states who granted citizenship, right? Spain, Italy, France topped that number one. Um, Italy, number two, then you have Germany, Sweden, France, number three, uh, or I guess it's the broken down by the percentage there too, but, uh, uh, Sweden is high on that list, by the way, too, just when it comes to the Syrian, they were like per capita, the one that were taking in the most. And that's why I have them, uh, on their own number four on the list there too. Germany, of course, uh, followed, uh, shortly after, uh, also Italy and uh, Portugal, uh, were, and, uh, and Poland were some of the receiver of these two. So this is happening in the EU too. Uh, we are being uh, replaced uh, by uh, people outside of our continent, obviously, uh, and the same thing is happening uh, in in America. Now, let me switch over to uh, talk about Brussels. Let me just close a couple of windows here, guys, because it was lagging a bit here. Uh, let me close some of these Biden windows. And I wanted to show you, um, was it the Financial Times? Yeah, that's right. They had a they have a bullshit thing here. So let me pull up uh, archive here instead. Brussels to propose. Uh, oh, you can't see that. Sorry. Let me go over here. Yeah, my shit's not in order. Here we go. There we go. Uh, Brussels to propose COVID certificate to allow EU-wide travel. What a surprise, right? Move comes after push by tourism-reliant countries badly hit by the pandemic. However, we've also seen, going back to that uh, uh, graph I showed you here, statistics, where if you come and seek asylum and refugee status in many European countries, then you do not have to have some kind of COVID passport or something like that. 
people entering into Sweden from Denmark or Norway, meaning Norwegian or Dan Danish citizens, uh, are forced right now to take a, t a test once a week and to show that they have their papers in order. Uh, however, if you come from, from Syria or North Africa or something like that, uh, you do not have to show those. You do not have to do a test, right? So the borders are wide open uh, for people who uh, claim refugee status and asylum seeker seekers and stuff like that. But for our own pop population, our own Europeans internally, we are basically uh, approaching like, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the Stasi, the full-on just Stasi, show your papers, please, kind of move here. Uh, Brussels is to propose the creation of a COVID-19 certificate to allow EU citizens to travel inside the bloc after pushed by tourism-reliant countries devastated by the pandemic. Remember, this was exactly what B Bill Gates talked about, right? People were, despite that, kind of making fun of it over the, uh, uh, at the time. We talked about that there needs to be some kind of certificate or proof that we have certain things that we can travel. They're going to have their little zones and stuff. And you think... Borders are going to be, remain wide open, but if you want to make a move, if you want to travel somewhere, you're going to have to show your papers, you know, uh, and your vaccine records too. The European Commission will on Wednesday call for a digital green certificate to be created that would allow vaccinated and non-vaccinated citizens to travel to other member states and not be forced to quarantine on arrival. Now, that's one good thing the Commission had initially said, at least, that like, oh, you can't be, you know, they can't discriminate against you if you do not have uh, taking the vaccine or something like that, but how that's going to look in the real world, I don't know. Uh, if this pushed onto the private sector, then they might be the ones that like, well, if you want to go on our use our airline, you have to you have to be vaccinated, kind of thing. And that's probably where the pressure will lie. To be honest, the certificate will be granted to citizens who had either proof of vaccination, a negative COVID nineteen test, or proof of recovery from the virus uh, for those who had uh, contra uh, contracted it previously, according to a leaked draft seen by the Financial Times. EU countries have been loggerheads over plans uh, for an EU vaccine passport, with countries led by France arguing that such measures would discriminate against citizens who are least in line for jabs. Uh, but nothing about, like, well, least in line, but what about those who don't want to have it? What about that? Tourism-reliant member states such as Greece have led the push for a common framework to facilitate travel ahead of the lucrative summer season. Brussels officials have stressed the certificate would not be a passport, but a common system to help governments coordinate travel measures as vaccination programs are rolled out across the block. Well, what do you... Nomenclature, but... Okay, well, what do you call it? But it, the function remains the same. If you don't have these papers, you can't come and go. It's it's a passport. Government has also have also been divided over which vaccines should be eligible after countries such as Hungary have allowed the use of Russian and Chinese jabs before they have been formally approved by EU regulators. God, what a, what a mess this is. What a What a mess. Uh, all right. The Pfizer CEO says this is how often you'll need a COVID vaccine from February. Shout out to, uh, uh, to, um, oh, I forgot your name. I'll, I'll pull it up on Twitter in a moment here. Um, I'm just spacing out for a second. Uh, he always sends a lot of good stories. Um, I just based on your name. I'll bring it up in a second. Uh, he sent me this one. This is from February, but this is a good. This is a good story. We have a video uh, along with this too. But remember the the Pfizer CEO. He was the one who are bonding uh, with uh, Netanyahu over their uh, uh, common shared heritage when the, they were pitching and selling it to uh, to Israel first. Remember they were hoarding all the vaccines, Israel, um, because they think you know this will uh, make them uh, survive and live longer, and you know. Uh, 
outlast the pandemic, so they, they, they were getting all their vaccines first. Anyway, it says here, right now, most Americans are still waiting for their first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. Mounting research has shown that both uh, approved vaccines from Moderna and Pfizer and one from Johnson & Johnson awaiting approval are highly effective at protecting against the disease. But receiving COVID-19 this year may not offer the kind of protection that keeps you safe forever. Of course, according to Pfizer CEO Alberta, Albert Borla, Borla. He recently told NBC News that the shots may need to come at a become a regular event. Yeah, gee, I wonder, I wonder why. I wonder why they would want us to have these every season. Let's play that a little bit, actually, because it was. Uh, I think this is part of it. This is Borla being exclusively interviewed here by. Um, on NBC. Let's listen to this a little bit here. Pfizer and its partner BioNTech are taking steps this evening to keep their COVID vaccine at pace with new variants of the virus, which could mean the need for annual revaccinations. I spoke <laughs> about it exclusively with Pfizer CEO Albert Borla. If someone has had two doses uh, of your vaccine, do you consider them fully protected against any variant that we're currently aware of? For what we know so far, we haven't seen any indication that uh, the current vaccinated people with the two doses are not protected uh, compared to the South African or the Brazilian or the UK variant. Now, we have confirmations that they are protected for the UK variants, and we have data that are suggesting that they are protected against the South African and the Brazilian virus. Pfizer announcing today an extension of their trial to test a booster, potentially an annual third dose of their vaccine, to fight new variants. Do you think it'll be more effective, last longer? We believe that the third dose at six months of the, of the first, which is what we're going to try right now, will raise the antibody response to 10 to 20 folds what it is right now. That will be significant response to likely overcome all this resistance of what we know so far. Also, I want to emphasize, Lester, that this is a two-dose uh, vaccine for the initial uh, initiation of the schedule. Is your expectation that uh, this will turn into a routine three-dose vaccine? A likely scenario is that we will not have a three-dose vaccine. We will have an annual revaccination, yep. uh, likely with one dose yep. of uh, the vaccine. The company also announcing today it's working with regulators on Ugh. potential changes to its vaccine that could make it easily adaptable to future variants. How long from the time you discover a new variant could you tweak your current vaccine to make it effective? Lester, our goal it is to be able to do it in less than 100 days. And what about the findings of a recent Israeli study showing substantial immune response after just one dose of the Pfizer vaccine? I believe the data were in much younger population, so you expect to have much higher level of protections when the population is younger. So it's too much of a risk right now to try and rely on one dose. It's very high risk, I think. No data about it. <laughs> People let's, get these. Let's let's go. This is like I mean, it's disgusting, right? When do you have journalists? Um, I mean, they do this now, obviously, but imagine this just twenty years ago or something, where they're like. Bring it on. I mean, it happened, of course, but it's just been so blatant in the last, last like, what, 10 years or so of this, like, going and crawling to big pharma. I mean, they're the big funders. Most of these advertisements that's on these networks, especially cable news, 
is big pharma companies and stuff, and that's why they're like slashing. You know, they're never critical of them and stuff like that. But like, oh, would you recommend that uh, everyone takes it uh, once a year? Then yeah, and how can you can you fix uh, one for us uh, if there's new strains and things like this? Yeah, that's be totally that'll be that'll be totally fine, sir. Uh, uh, thank you so much. It's, these are plugs. Even Trump did this, right? Remember, he brought up this this unboxing with some new uh, fast. I forget what the company was called. It was like. Gonad, uh, Gonad uh, Medics or something. I forget what the company was called. Uh, you know, it's a quick. Here's a quick, uh, fast test that uh, will tell you if you have COVID. Um, anyway, Vibo was what who I was thinking about. Thank you to Vibo. I spaced on your name for some reason. I see it all the time and I spaced on it. Uh, Vibo, thank you for sending some uh, this this link and you sent me a couple of other ones earlier too. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, important stuff. Now, uh, speaking of Trump there, real quick, too, we'll do a couple of these and then we'll wrap up here shortly. Um, Trump tells Republican supporters to get vaccinated. Remember, there was pressure on him here recently. Fauci said, I wish he would uh, talk to his supporters and tell them that uh, they need to go get vaccinated. And uh, apparently uh, he followed suit and uh, did as much uh, just, um, was it today or yesterday? Actually, it was, too. Um, former U.S. President Donald Trump has urged his Republican supporters to be vaccinated against COVID-19, saying he would recommend it. In a TV interview, he said the vaccine was safe and something that works. Trust the plan, I guess. Yeah. Mr. Trump's conservative fan base has been one of the many groups resistant to the vaccine program, which that's that's good. Uh, but now he's started to push them over the edge. It's my vaccine. Remember when, remember when you take the vaccine, it's my doing. Uh, the former president himself was criticized during his time in office for playing down the seriousness of the pandemic. As the vaccine program has been rolled out across the U.S., all other living ex-presidents have spoken out, urging Americans to get the jab. However, Mr. Trump has remained largely quiet on the subject. Well, that is until now, uh, when he went on TV and uh, told his uh, told his slaves, "Go get your vaccine." All right, uh, Michael uh, Michael fifty seven DE over on D Live gives a, d- a diamond. Thank you, sir. The Rock uh, gives a diamond as well. Thank you. Uh, pseudonym one with the diamond says Joe Biden looks like Max Headroom, fake and gay. Is that the uh, was that that Australian actor they did a, a thing with uh, like MTV or something? Is that that is that that guy? I've seen some stickers. I think on uh, if anybody has the Max Headroom sticker on uh, D Live, uh, uh, post it. I, I think I know which one it is. Uh, kind of the weird, the weird, uh, like choppy digital dude, right? Um, Gus Gus Podine, like it is. Um, sorry if I butcher your name. How do you feel about Jeff Berwick? Look him up. Uh, yeah, he does. He's done some good stuff, right? That's the uh, the dollar vigilante guy, right? I, I think he uh, he does some good stuff. I, I like some of his uh, coverage and stuff. I'm not sure where he is. I think he's completely not at all on on the page of like the anti white stuff. I get maybe he sees it. Um, maybe he sees, uh, some of that stuff, but I, I think he doesn't, he's chosen us not to talk about it. And maybe that's because he, uh, but I think he he's, he's living in Mexico or something like that. I think, uh, right. Uh, he might even have, uh, mixed, mixed kids. I think I could be wrong in that. I just saw it in passing or something. So he wouldn't be as gung ho maybe on, on pointing out some of the anti-white stuff, but otherwise some of the other stuff he covers and, and Bitcoin and stuff. Yeah, that's good. I, I think he's, uh, that's good work. Uh, RoboThink with the diamond says, can can we can give shekels again? Yes, that's right, RoboThink. Thank you so much. I appreciate the diamond. Uh, very kind of you. Let me check entropy real quick here, too. Uh, okay, let me see. We have a couple here. Uh, Plain Physics, we did that one. Another one here from Plain Physics says, uh, uh, 
Uh, OT, but interesting how his last name, Mallorcas, has morphed going from Spain through Turkey. Mallorcas could be the normal spelling. Yeah, isn't that isn't that the island, right? Mallorca uh, is off of the, I think it's off of the African coast, right? But Spain, Spain owned, right? They, they took it over. I think he, uh, of course, he, uh, uh, oh, well, I mean, that's what happens, right? What well, would he be, Sephardic, I guess, or something like that, right? Uh, I would assume. Uh, right about everything over on Entropy Stream says, piss them off, have more kids, make our community better than theirs, opt out and defund, force them to take care of degenerates that hate them and learn. Sent y'all uh, an email. Well, thank you, right about everything. I saw that. I was going to get back to your email, by the way. I did see that, not avoiding anything. It was just uh, really tight for time the last couple of days. And now when we are going to relocate again here, it's going to be uh, a little bit more time. I have, uh, I have a lot to do, actually, just uh, uh, when we uh, wrap up here after um, after the stream. But I will get back to you. I saw the email, so not avoiding it. I'll, I will get back to you. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, right about everything. Appreciate that. Black Phillips says, Henrik, I know the Nords were the first to ban the AstraZeneca vaccine because they had most deaths from it. Even Sweden caved, uh, caved in and suspended the vaccine. Uh, what are they saying over there now? Yeah, my mom uh, sent me some links about that. So Denmark and Norway... Uh, I'm not sure if Finland did, but they they suspended it first and said we're not doing this. And Sweden was just, no, 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 we're we're going ahead. You know they got to obey all the time, right? Uh, but eventually they they uh, they folded too. And I think it was over primarily over the blood clots issue. Now there's a lot of issues. I mean organ failure, uh, people just flat out dying. We've covered some of the numbers, of course, um, controversially even because we uh, pulled out the wrong numbers one <laughs> one time from their database. But did it right the next time? And I still think it's shockingly high, to be honest. Um, that they're just letting this go and just playing Russian roulette with with, uh, with people's lives like this. Uh, but yes, so as of right now, Sweden has also uh, suspended. Now, I hope that that means eventually just banned. Like, no, no, we're not giving this out. Right now, it says, you know, they suspend, they wait, they research, they do some more. And who knows? Maybe they will just like, oh, well, we've tweaked it. We've we changed this or whatever. And then they, uh, uh, they relaunch it again. Now, one thing that really annoys me... Uh, with the situation about the vaccine in Sweden is I see from a lot of people who normally are, I guess they would be kind of our rhinos or, you know, uh, yeah, kind of cocky Sweden Democrats supporters kind of thing. They're, they're more nationalistic, which is good. I appreciate that. But they're very uh, critical of the current regime, the social Democrats and things like that. So they take every opportunity to criticize the, the, the sitting, uh, uh, you know, uh, prime minister, and so due to the fact that, you know, there were decisions even made by Biden that caused the vaccine to be delayed and shipped into Sweden, uh, we are not getting as many vaccines as other countries. And these people are basically like blaming it on an inept, uh, you know, government. While that's true, in this case, of course, I we why do you want it? What's the purpose? We don't want this. Uh, I get, they're, they're just not there, I guess. They're still very... Uh, I guess very cocky on this issue, and unfortunately, they won't uh, won't look at it. So that's one thing that I've been ver really irritated with. Like, wake up! You don't have to have this dumb vaccine. Uh, it's not even a vaccine. We've talked about that. It's a software update, um, and they're messing with your uh, with your uh, with your components, with your uh, base material. So I wish that that would just uh, take a step away from that. So I'm for one and glad that it hasn't been rolled out in the same way. They're trying to get there though, uh, which is uh, worrying if you ask me. Uh, Black Philip with another uh, question here or another point says, uh, don't forget Trump appointed a Moderna executive as head of his vaccine program a year ago and Moderna stock rose like 600% in a year. He is com uh, complicit in the mRNA madness. Yes, absolutely. You're completely correct. Wasn't that the Portuguese guy that he was the head of the uh, Operation Warp Speed, right? We played the clip with him. 
Um, they were talking about the military was going to come in and execute it. I remember I had the clip, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I forget his name now, uh, but that was a f fascinating. We covered it at the time, and it's just like this is not this is not good. We're not going we're not going along the, on on this. Trump has done some good things, obviously. I'm not going to say he hasn't, but he's also done a lot of uh, a lot of dumb things, uh, to be honest. But um, you know, what are you going to do? Biden is a hundred times as bad as Trump has been on some issues. Biden is is a hundred times uh, worse. You know. Um, Okay, a couple of more here, and then we'll wrap up. Check out this one um, from Ireland, one of the uh, from the Irish Times. Um, like a fancy version of prison, state to follow New Zealand quarantine model. State officials putting finishing finishing touches to COVID nineteen mandatory hotel quarantine system. Remember, Canada had this. I learned, and they have to pay for it themselves. You're going to Canada, you have to stay in a hotel for what is it, at least two weeks, and then you have to pick up the tab. You have to pay for it yourself. Anyway, they say here, it's like a fancy version of prison, was how one insider with knowledge of New Zealand's COVID-19 mandatory hotel quarantine described the model that Ireland will closely replicate. Other countries operate strict quarantine that keeps people in the same room for a fortnight, but New Zealand's system, where it had been operating for more than a year, is slightly more liberal. Oh, good. The country permits outside exercise in supervised booked time slots in designated areas, while outside food deliveries from shops and elsewhere are allowed, but the delivery and consumption of alcohol in rooms is limited. We are not going to leave people in the rooms for 14 days without letting people get out. Oh, good, said one source familiar with the plan, Irish Mandatory Hotel Quarantine. Last weekend, President Michael D. Higgins signed the legislation into law that will allow the system to be set up, but contracts had not been signed with an operator as of Friday morning. Uh, defend, uh, defending uh, the uh, def def defending the time, maybe depending, defending the time. It is uh, t talking, taking to begin. Minister for Health Stephen Donnelly said we are taking, uh, talking about depriving people of their civil liberties. People who have done nothing wrong, it has to be done in the right way. Anyway, they go on and talk about hotel operators, but yes, yeah, so it's basically like. Uh, uh, it's glorified uh, uh, prison time, which people called us crazy when we talked about this just a, just a year ago. Coof uh, <laughs> camps, etc. Right, that's what it's uh, turning into. Um, quick mention here too: how the World Health Organization keeps flipping and changing their tune. Once again, they're changing their story on the origin of the Wu flu, uh, of the coronavirus. Um, they, do you remember when they blamed Australian beef? What is this? A couple of months ago. Uh, it's down to uh, it's down to Australian beef, <laughs> basically, right? Um, now they're saying that it's a wildlife farm in southern China that is the likely culprit. Um, look at this too. This is like a a bamboo rat, I, and it seems like they're selling these. What you see on the picture, they're selling these as is. There's actually like a rat in the bamboo and they're selling that. I, I, I could be wrong, but th this is what the uh, impression I got when I was looking at the article earlier. Bamboo rats are among the wild animals farmed for food in China and other parts of Asia. A member of the World Health Organization team investigating the coronavirus pandemic says its report will conclude that such animal farms are likely the place where the pandemic began above a live rat is on sale at the food market in M Myanmar. Hey, hey, hey. Is it alive? Well, is it stuck in there? I don't get that. I don't a member of the World Health Organization investigative team says wildlife farms in southern China are the most likely source of the COVID-19 pandemic. China shut down those wildlife farms in February 2020, says Peter Dezak, a disease ecologist with EcoHealth Alliance and a member of the WHO delegation that traveled to China this year. 
During that trip, Dazak said the WHO team found new evidence that these wildlife farms were supplying vendors with the Hunan seafood wholesale market in Wuhan, Wuhan with animals. Dazak told NPR that the government response was strong, uh, was a strong signal that the Chinese government thought that those farms were the most probable pathway for coronavirus in bats in southern China to reach humans in Wuhan. I think it's the lab. I, I think it's the lab. I, I don't know. I mean, this is no good, this kind of stuff. They're like eating all these weird animals and stuff, but still. These wildlife farms include one in the uh, Yunnan region, and they're part of a unique project that the Chinese government have been promoting for 20 years now. They take exotic animals like civets, porcupines, pangolinis, raccoon dogs, and bamboo rats, and they breed them in captivity, says Zuck. The age, this is what happens in, this is over, this is what overpopulation yield, folks. It's just complete depravity and you're, you're, you're down to just like eating rats, you know? I mean, we know bugs is next, but, but this is the, the, the next logical step for us to, I guess. The agency is expected to release the team's investigative findings in the next two weeks. In the meantime, Dazak gave NPR a highlight of what the team figured out. So we'll return to the story uh, when they know more about this. But again, they keep flip-flopping, they keep changing things all the time, uh, and now it's some weird bamboo rat out of su southern China, apparently. Uh, Robothink has been watching on Red Eyes TV. Thank you, Robothink. Appreciate that. Uh, thank you for being here. Fledgling with a diamond. Thank you uh, for all your work, Henrik. Love, uh, love Weekend Warrior, by the way. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. We do uh, 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 a definitely more effort, uh, uh, effort production and things like that on, on the Weekend Warrior shows, guys. So if you do... Like what we do here and appreciate that, definitely check out RedEyesMembers.com and check out Weekend Warrior. Uh, it's just one of the many exclusive things that you get as a member too, by the way. Uh, but yes, we definitely put more uh, time and effort, more well-produced. I think you guys will uh, enjoy it. If you haven't seen it uh, before, uh, get on in the member site. Uh, check out a three-month subscription. It's only 10 bucks a month. You can do Subscribestar, Entropy Stream. You can use the Cash App. You can use eCheck or ACH option if you're in the U.S., uh, you can use uh, crypto. There's a number of other ways to uh, peel box as well, of course. Uh, all right. I think we'll end with this story. Last one. Uh, let me close this here. Kind of a little random thing I saw on the side of just uh, other insanity of shit that goes on in the rest of the world while the lockdowns are happening and while the anti-white madness is just spinning out of control. Uh, a family have been fined and kicked off their own property while trying to live sustainably. Um, there is no question that 2020 was one of the most difficult years in American history. As the government shut down the economy, driving unemployment to record levels and forcing businesses to close their doors forever, tens of millions of Americans found themselves in dire straits. To deal with the unprecedented hard times, some folks like Tim Leslie and his family began to get creative, buying property and homesteading. However, because the land of the free is but a fleeting myth in this country, Government officials did all they could do to to thwart it. Last year, Leslie just lost his job with no other option in mind. He bought a plot of land in Polk County, parked an RV on it, and began to live off the land. On the property, Leslie had chickens, goats, and a vegetable garden vegetable garden for his wife and their two kids, nine-year-old Knox and 18-month-old Daisy. We plan on building a forever home here and, you know, growing old and giving it to our kids, Leslie told WSBT. After he was fired, Leslie took his life savings, draining his pension and 401k, and bought the property in Polk County. The purchase took place in November of 2020. The family's dream homesteading on their property came to a grinding halt, however, and has morphed into a nightmare thanks to the intrusive and utterly cruel nature of the state. Leslie and his family are no longer living on the property. Uh, uh, no longer live, living on the property. 
uh, that they own and are instead living in an RV park because county officials have forced them to move. The county issued the family a steep fine and then ordered them to move or face arrest and have his property stolen because living on your property in an RV is, quote, illegal. Before I could go to court, they showed up at my property, the building inspector and the code enforcement officer, and told me I had to be off my land or we were going to seize my vehicles and my assets, Leslie told Choi. This move is especially insidious for two reasons. The first is obvious. Leslie and his family own the property and no one should be able to tell him what to do on it, especially due to the fact that they are a struggling family during unprecedented times in this pandemic. The second reason is that Leslie checked the law before making these moves and he is following it. According to WSB-TV, Leslie says he checked the county codes before buying the land. He showed the section that allows for, quote, single-family dwellings in an agricultural district under which his property is designated. Under the county's definition for dwellings, it specifically includes manufactured homes, mobile homes, industrial buildings, and recreational vehicles. It showed that we could have our animals here and be in our camper temporarily, so that's the reason we moved out, Leslie said. Um, despite following the law, as stated above, Leslie's citation is for living in a camper slash RV. This is the issues that they have to deal with. I mean, it's uh, it's like they 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 don't want you to live like this, right? We've talked about Agenda Twenty. Uh, that time was Twenty Twenty, right? But Twenty Thirty, all these new green laws and shit that they're passing, and basically to, to drive people off their land um, to ensure that they can't be self sufficient and you know sustain themselves, living a, 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 a what do you call it sustenance lifestyle? Is that what you call it? Subsistence, sorry, subsistence lifestyle, things like this, right? It's like that they want to screw with you. They, 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 they don't give a shit about you, right? Uh, as it wasn't, as there wasn't problems enough. Give some leeway, right? Is this, let me see if there's the, uh, is this the interview here? Let me just see if we can uh, actually see that. Let's see if the, the interview with them here. Uh, that could be interesting to see real quick before we uh, wrap up here. Okay, let me see here. Oh, it's a longer segment. Let's play a little bit of this and then we'll uh, wrap up. Let's, let's check this yeah, out. Here. With creative ways to make ends meet during this pandemic. But one man's highlights a growing community issue. Who is the true master of your land? Channel 2 Sophia Choi started investigating and learned the answer may come from a judge. We spent weeks looking into this after hearing from this Polk County man. His plan, buy land and live off of it after losing his job to COVID. Now, he bought How the land, he? but the county says he can't live there, leading to a property rights predicament. <laughs> Chickens and goats, and plenty of space to roam around in the fresh air. We plan on uh, building a forever home here and um, growing old and giving it to our kids. A place where Tim Leslie, his wife Amy, and their two kids, nine-year-old Knox and 18-month-old Daisy, could thrive even during a pandemic. Almost every penny he had went to buying and clearing this land. Even. I had my pension and 401k money. But instead of living here, his kids are now playing on asphalt and living in an RV park. Leslie says that's because Much the better. county forced them to move after slapping them with this ticket for living in an RV. Before I could go. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Mr. 262, you will own nothing and you'll be happy. That's the, that, that is the goal. We, we know that. We know, we, we know where this is going. Go to court. Um, they showed up at my property, the building inspector and the uh, code enforcement officer, um, and told me that I had to be off my land Friday at noon um, or they were going to they're going to seize my vehicles and and my assets. Why? Attorney Ari Why? Bargill with the Institute for Justice. This is a question about property rights. Mr. Leslie owns the property 
on which he's situated his camper. Um, and as a result, he has the right to live there as long as he, he's not harming any. Yeah, someone says they don't do this to non-whites. I don't think, I've never heard of cases. I mean, it could partially maybe also be because there's more whites doing the, like homesteading and stuff like that. It's not, not unheard of that non-whites do it. But yeah, exactly. Every time I see this, it's, so imagine if it was down towards the same thing was down towards a non-white person. I'm sure they would whip up the racist cars and they wouldn't dare to do something like this. But if, if, if you're white, it's, it's open season. It's incredible. Anybody? Mr. Leslie says he checked the codes before buying this land. It says in black and white under the Ag Land Ordinance that single family dwellings are allowed. And the county code defines dwellings to, quote, specifically include manufactured homes, mobile homes, industrialized buildings, and recreational vehicles. It showed that we could have our animals here and be in our camper temporarily, um, so it's the reason we moved out. Leslie's citation only shows his violation was for living in campers slash RV. Polk County leaders never showed me an ordinance outright forbidding landowners from living in an RV, but they emailed me several other codes, like this one that says, Temporary buildings and trailers shall not be allowed in any district except when utilized for construction site contracting work. And this one that requires single-family dwellings contain 1,200 square feet minimum. There is nothing that says that he can or cannot have a camper on his property. The city is applying a, a series of ordinances in order to reach the conclusion that it wants to reach. I tried numerous times to get an interview with Polk County. The county manager, the police chief, and the county commission chair all refused, citing a pending court case with Mr. Leslie. Attorney Bargill says Mr. Leslie joins a growing list of cases involving homeowners' rights at a time when compassion could go a long way. People are struggling. Yeah, people in chat are pointing out uh, how nicely this story intersects with what we talked about regarding the... Um, was it the five billion in farming aid that was going to go to non-white farmers? If you're white a farmer, you don't you get squash squat uh, under the COVID bill uh, to the latest relief bill, right? Uh, open discrimination based on your race, right? Or, or use their uh, narratives you, you, based on your skin color, right? Financially, I think it's important that cities allow people some leeway so that they can figure out creative ways them to be able to make ends meet and to get by until they're able to get back up on their feet that to was do this against his family it's it's fucking horrific unbelievable little nerds with a, a you know pad and pen uh coming out and ordinances you can't and then they violate the law anyway right oh well, it says right here that i can't do it oh well guess what uh screw you we don't care you can't do it we're gonna take in con we're gonna do asset forfeiture and we're gonna take everything you own okay we don't Leslie's like Leslie's whole plan live in the rv until he could get back on his feet and build a forever house i don't know if if that's still gonna be the case i'm, I'm a little scared to be in polk county Mr. Leslie yeah, lost move. a municipal court, but in a highly unusual move, a superior court judge agreed to hear his case. He's also working with the Institute for Justice in hopes of bringing a civil suit against Polk County. All right, I'm going to stop there. Crazy shit. Like, isn't, isn't there enough? Isn't there enough of things happening and going on? Uh, you do have to nitpick about these things. It's unbelievable, but that's the world we live in. Ladies and gentlemen, all right, um, that's that for us today. Let me close some of these windows right here. Check out the latest uh, interview we did with Jared Taylor yesterday, and I apologize for the audio again. Uh, if there's anyone tuning in uh, uh, right now, I didn't see the beginning. 
uh, I made a, <laughs> made a mistake in the beginning. I forgot. I was working off in an old uh, template because I hadn't done interviews in a while, and it was completely my bad. I should have turned up the the input source on in, in VMix, but whatever. Um, I fixed it in post, and I removed the stream in a number of places. So just check the the stream if you couldn't hear properly. <clears throat> I I you see I, the listening in my ears uh, sounded fine because it's going it's kind of writing a different way. So anyway, whatever. Uh, it's somewhat fixed there, but it's not going to be an issue again. Then, of course, if you want to check out our members' content, uh, not only do we do exclusive uh, videos, of course, for members, and many of the second hour of many of the interviews that we've done, not all, but many, uh, are also exclusive just for uh, members. But otherwise, kind of our flagship show that we do is Weekend Warrior. Check out that. We do one uh, each Sunday, of course, more well-produced. to put more time, a little effort in there, too. Try to have some fun and put in some, uh, some, some fun things in between, too. I know that people like it a lot, so definitely check that out. Uh, and of course, again, you can sign up a number of ways. We have been deprived of our ability to process credit cards directly through the website. We're constantly looking for options and alternatives and all these kinds of things. Uh, but there are still a couple of options and a couple of ways that uh, you can uh, do that as a kind of way of really circumvent the unfair treatment uh, of uh, of Red Eyes. And uh, one of those ways is to use uh, Subscribestar. Uh, which is simply subscribestar.com slash redice. You can go over there. You can sign up for the uh, you know per once a month recurrings. It's $10 per month. Uh, it is recurring, auto-recurring every month. Uh, just uh, either send us a message uh, over on Subscribestar or an email, redice.protomail.com. Tell us that you've signed up and we'll activate your account or link it you know, on the back end, uh, Subscribestar and that. Other ways to use Entropy as well, entropystream.live slash TV. If you want a recurring option, you can choose... Uh, they have an option now called subscriptions, right? You can subscribe over there. So it it's auto recurs as well once a month. Uh, there's an option that I can't, I don't set to those prices. So there's an option that is the most uh, um, close, uh, which is $10.99. It's the platinum, they call that uh, their option. Uh, and uh, if you don't if you don't want to do recurring, uh, you can do a one-time payment there too. That also works. So just uh, go to redicemembers.com, uh, create an account or log in with your account and then if you go to uh, sign up and click on next, you'll get a, a go to a page where you have all the instructions uh, of how you can make a payment and sign up and stuff like that too. It helps us tremendously. There's other options there too, of course. Uh, crypto, we're definitely big on uh, crypto these days. And we are working on some options on the back end too here too uh, regarding kind of automatically activate subscriptions by using, uh, you know, Bitcoin or, or other cryptocurrencies and things like that. There are some very interesting technologies coming out uh, and it's just a matter of time before it's much more convenient again. And basically... You can use your credit card to buy some crypto and then you pay, you know, us through crypto on the website and, and it's automatic and stuff like that. So there's getting easier and easier. Basically, you can just go to a service, use your credit card to buy crypto, and then you pay us with the Bitcoin instead of using dollars, you know, those kinds of things. Uh, but yeah, we do crypto. Uh, the Cash app we have as well still. It's uh, work in the US and the U in UK. And we also have an e-check or ACH option, uh, which is kind of like how you pay your... Uh, you know, utility bill or something like that. And that's US only right now. We're hoping to find something to uh, to kind of expand that too. We also have a PO box uh, right up there on the screen right now, uh, which is a good way to uh, to sign up. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's it for me today. Let me uh, check uh, one more time here on uh, DLive and we're going to open the chest as well. Uh, so let me get on that. Let me check Entropy Stream as well. Uh, thank you to everyone supporting the show today here with the Super Chats, everyone uh, donating. We appreciate that very much, very kind of you. Uh, and as I said in the beginning of the show, we won't be back until probably next Wednesday. We're relocating again. We're in a temp space right now, and we're going to go to a little bit more of a, a longer uh, a longer stay temp place before we're, we're uh, finding in uh, 
hopefully finding a, a place where we can settle in more permanently. But uh, yeah, so that's happening here uh, over the weekend. Uh, so no Flashback Friday on Friday, no Weekend Warrior on Sunday. Uh, but we hope, unless there's any snags or anything unexpected, to be back uh, by the time uh, for the next no-go zone next uh, Wednesday. Uh, maybe if we have it up and running sooner than that, maybe I'll do a squeeze in an interview on Tuesday or uh, something like that too. So uh, as always, uh, keep an eye out on the... Uh, on the um, uh, on our uh, channels, our various channels, one of the best ways, uh, censorship free for now, Telegram, t.me forward slash Red Ice TV. Make sure you follow that. Uh, and uh, that way uh, you get notifications when we have uh, when we go live, when we have new content up and, st and stuff like that too. All right, let me put a couple of more lemons here in the chest, boys and girls, and then we'll distribute the the uh, uh, the lemons. Uh, 730 lemons going out to you, boys and girls. Uh, thank you for that. We'll hang out here until uh, we see who's uh, top of the list. But yeah, always good to be with you guys. Thank you so much for all your support. Uh, thank you to all our members. Special thanks to you guys. And shout out to everyone out there uh, for joining us at redoutmembers.com. We do appreciate it. It helps us tremendously as well. Uh, so that's good stuff. But yeah, so we'll be back here uh, basically as, uh, as soon as we can, uh, as it goes, ladies and gentlemen. Um, otherwise, I think... Uh, I think that's it. Let me see what we can choose uh, for bumper music here, too. We got to have something going out here. Uh, all right, number one over on DLive, Karov Kaki. Oh, he's always uh, high up on that list. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Mr. Ninjaberg, same thing with you. Thank you for all the modding and uh, and uh, you, you're good modding both on I'll see you both on Trova and, and on DLive. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, rather, Mr. Ninjaberg. Uh, he's number two on our luckiest follower list on DLive. Nordic Warrior, number three, free, free Hilo rides. Number uh, four, and then J5 or J Jive, maybe? Jive Jive 7? J5 Ive 7 uh, is number five. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, that's it for us. We'll wrap up right there. We'll see you guys next time. Until then, take care. Stay brave. Keep fighting. And, of course, as always, hail victory. There's no other option. We'll see you next time. Do you love Red Ice? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a Red Ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews, and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like red ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you.